Season podcast. We are back again. This is episode ninety-seven. Ot is in the building. I'm here. Smooth is in the motherfucking building. Goddamn me. I'm D Trill AC. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. How you fellas doing on this glorious morning? Shit, I'm good. Love me, man. Love me. I got food on, so. Trying to rush this. <laughs> I got food. Two up, hours. Man. Get this two hours on. Busy week. Got food on. Got shit coming tomorrow. Gonna be a long day. Line up. Man. Content. Man, man, man. Definitely so, looking so forward to it. So sad I can't be there. You gonna be there? I can't. My, my Facetime you or something. <laughs> <laughs> Set your camera up. Set your camera up. We'll, we'll send you the stream yard link or something. I hate you. straight up. Um, I hate you. But without further ado, man, let's let's dive in. We got a lot of stuff to discuss today. We got to work our way down this list. First and foremost, uh, last episode, you know, it was a tribute to Kevin Samuels. Uh, again, rest in peace. Um, I like how you hit it there, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double See, that's I think didn't catch that. Man. Let's let's need to hear no that. Um, but yeah, so uh, maybe a day after the pod dropped, <laughs> it was a clip that went viral. Uh, Bill K. Fox and. Claudia Jordan and uh, Selena Johnson and um, Lisa Ray. Mm-hmm. 
was commenting on Kevin Samuel's death, and I didn't really like the tone yeah. of it. So I'm going to play it, and I want to get y'all a response as to what Vivica has to say. I ain't, I ain't heard it yet. Yeah, I heard it. A hypocrite. In my honest opinion, he really was. I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted uh, African-American women on a consistent basis. Uh, one of his last statements that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um, to me, he was a shock jock. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out the negativity that you put out in the world that when karma comes knocking at your door, mm -hmm. she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he uh, killed over real quick and was uh, supposedly with a woman that we don't. Mm. You know, when I seen it's this society, like I said, before. when I seen this, like, I understand like this, this media business and all these things. Right. She's been in it, what, 30 years? Yeah, something like that. You talking like that, and I know you just snaked some people in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really know that. Like, you can't sit up there and say you've never snaked anyone out of something because of the business that you work in and all these type of things, the graces that you fell from, all these type of things that happened to you. If I was in your position, I wouldn't even spoke on that. Because that karma can come back on you too. It just hasn't caught you yet. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking about the shit. I was like, that sounds like a whole lot of hate. Matter of fact, do she got a man? Hmm. Uh, who knows, I man? When hit dogs, <laughs> holler. Who knows? Hit dogs, ooh, holler. I, I didn't appreciate it. I mean, just hearing that off, off first listen. Is you can disagree with him. It's okay. Yeah, some of the shit he said was shock for shock value. Mm -hmm. If y'all understand media, if y'all smart enough to understand things, like sometimes people will say things to grab your attention. It ain't no sometimes. On purpose. It's all the and time. It, and it's in what I tweeted the other day. It's easy. It's easy to do it today. It's so easy to do it today because motherfuckers be so gullible. Mm -hmm. And he know what you're going to feed into. You got women... Repeatedly calling in on his show, they are volunteering to call in on his. You act like this man is hand selecting these people and telling them to get on his show. A lot of these people have already said what they felt or whatever, and they want to call in and ask dumbass questions. <laughs> I got, I got, I just, you know, like the lady that was uh, that divorced her husband when he was a good man. He was on the, he was on there, and because she wanted more, she divorced him. Had like three kids. And then now you out to the streets and you see it's nothing but trash out there. Mm -hmm. And now you want to come back to that man. No, no. And today, more men understand their value. More men understand like the game was has been rigged for quite a long time. Right. And he just, you know, telling men to stand up for themselves, just like the women are standing up for themselves. Like it's the same thing. We're preaching the same message just on the opposite end. Mm -hmm. But in, in a lot of instances, the women don't understand that you have to work with us as well. We're not, the men aren't being taught to not work with women. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, we want to work with y'all, but there's so many of y'all that want to be against the grain. So many want to be independent by themselves. You don't need a man. Y'all say it all the time. Y'all talking about scamming on them and everything like that. Y'all want to be with this, with the, with, with the whole phase and think that shit cool and don't want to be judged by it. 
reality is you will be judged by it. Exactly. The is 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 fucked up, but that's the truth. Like men, a lot of men go out here and beyond women and things like that, and it's cool. You're gonna date a man like that, but the other way around, nobody wanna cuff that. A man doesn't want to cuff a hoe. That's just reality. Now some get cuffed, absolutely. Some women are better than others. But when you really out there and don't know how to carry yourself, don't know how to talk around people, don't know how to act, you're not gonna get married. Especially not from a good man, a solid man. You can have that with somebody that don't really care about themselves. But somebody that got some some real credibility behind themselves, some re- somebody got a foundation, somebody that got some sense. Somebody you're proud to show off every day. You just can't handle them any type of way you want to handle them. And that's the problem. Mm. Most women want to handle men the way they want to handle them. And then... Goddamn when they step in their fifties and the bucket is whatever you gotta grab and then you get a dude that you you in your earlier days would have never even thought of even talking to, you stuck with him. Because at this point this is all you got. Yeah, um I agree, man. I, I thought it was tasteless, uh, for one, but also just Knowing a little bit about it, they have personal grievances with him dating back to before he passed. I think he actually Critique them on something back in the day. Um, you know, so again, it's a situation where, you know, hit dogs holler. So they, um, man, I, I wish I, I wish I would have uh, did some research on, research on what specifically that he got on them about, but he got on them about something. And uh, even back then, they didn't really respond to it, but they waited till he passed to say <laughs> something negative. And that's the part that I don't really like because you know, if, you know, y'all, all four of y'all actually, uh, if y'all was to get into a back and forth with him, he gonna make y'all look foolish because he gonna bring up y'all personal situations, right? And what I mean by personal situations is a lot of the women on that panel, they got dirt on, on them uh, sales. You know, Vivica could have been passed around the industry uh, for one. Claudia Jordan is rumored to have been the reason Gary on and his wife got divorced. And then not only that, uh, she went on public TV and co-signed Nicole Murphy breaking up Antoine of Fuqua's marriage. Co-sign the fact that, you know, whatever, like, you know, she she intervened in that marriage. She was sleeping with that man before they got divorced, and that's Claudia Jordan, homie. So she going to ask some TV and defend it. So, again, when we get to speaking from high moral ground, you got to make sure that your house is clean. Your house not clean enough to be talking like that. You know what I'm saying? So, again, when somebody is holding that mirror up to your ass and you un- uncomfortable with what you see, it's cool. But if you want to have that back and forth, have a back and forth with the man while he's here. That's Don't it. wait till he leaves and then badmouth him and slander him and oh that's karma this, that's karma that. So what's I don't what's like the that. you know what I'm saying? So what's what's the karma for smashing somebody else, man? What's the what's the karma for stamping that? What's the karma for getting passed around? Because none of y'all are in no notable relationships with no type of longevity to it. Let's let's just call it a spade a spade here. So he was right. So you're you're mad because he was right. He held the mirror up to you. So just because you're uncomfortable with what you see doesn't give you the right to badmouth somebody after they pass. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, man, I, I just, you know, I'm sorry, I just thought the whole thing was corny. I think, you know, it's just corny about all the shots that a lot of people are taking at him now that he's gone. These same people was, spe- was speechless when he was here. Bro, they talking like the nigga stepped on somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or messed the person out of position to get where he was. Like, all he was doing was talk. What was all this, this fire-ass talk when he was talking about men? That's what I want to know. What, what was, what was all this? Non-existent. 
know what I'm saying? Where, where all this talk be when he get a, a a woman on this show that's completely unrealistic? You know what I'm saying? Or she or she didn't did a do bad like oh they said a woman that went on there three kids and lost her husband because she wanted to see what the streets felt like and then got out here. Or the woman that got on this show that was dating a high value dude with some with some real real people, right? Well, with some rich paper, let's say that. And then she started dating a plumber. He making over a hundred and she don't want to date the plumber no more. She wanna go back to the to the ex. Right. You know what I'm saying? But she already married the plumber. You don't deserve none of that. That's nothing too. Just like regular everyday jobs for men make good money. You don't have to, they don't have to be in corporate America. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to be scamming. Like, no, you don't have to do none of that stuff. There are a lot of a lot of good jobs where you can make 80 plus, 90 plus, 100 plus. You comfortable. And take care of family. Plenty of them. But they don't look at just normal everyday life because they're not living in reality. Exactly. They're living off social media. And that's the issue. That's why men don't want to get married to certain women. That's why men are taking their time because they see what's out there. I think men really do want a family. I really think that men do want a family, but they now today they want to be they want to be selective on who they have in their family with. Exactly. You got the ones that's just out there, of course. Like yes, there are outliers and men that's not going to take care of their kids on the stuff. Yes, we understand that, but there's a large percentage that is trying to change shit. But of course, y'all not going to promote that because that ain't going to sell. That ain't going to get no <laughs> views for you. Right. But we don't give a damn about that. We trying to teach positivity and trying to. Bridge this gap that's been fucked up for years. Mm-hmm. All he was showing on this show was just these women with unrealistic expectations. That's it. That's it. Yeah, for what you want, baby, you would never grab because of your background, what you bring in with you. You could never have that. And you trying to chase that down, you passing up men that'll give you the world. Oh, uh, because you want this certain type of man that you can uh, you you won't even be in a room with this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. And y'all taking shots at him, not that he, not that he did. That's crazy. So men can men can downgrade their expectations, but women can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You better not tell a woman to downgrade her expectations, boy. Cause we supposed to be working She's together. Look at you like you pulled a gun on them. We supposed to be working together. Supposed to be a family. Like if you care about somebody. You're going to help them up, get them in position, and y'all move forward together. Like, you can't just, be, just because he down a little bit, it's like, uh, you got to stay down there. Okay, go ahead. Look ahead. Look in the field. Where are you at in life? If you're in a pretty good position, just think about the competition that's around. Think about the availability of men, quality men. But you know what, though? A lot of the women don't even want to put that work in. That's what I know. They don't want to put that work in to help get there. They can't even think. They can't even fathom that. But they want the they want the fruit of the tree that's already been grown yep. and the fruit that's already grown on the tree. Yep. But you don't want to help plant it. Nope. You don't want to help put put a nurturing nurturing stuff in the in the soil. You don't want to do none of that. You want to sit down and watch your man get dirty and do all these things to nurture what, what's going on. You don't want to put no help in. And that's the women he was talking to. Yep. Irony is, man, is that society done created an environment to where women don't have to be accountable. Like, women literally get to live in fantasy land. And if anybody speaks against that, then they're a misogynist or they're wrong or whatever the case may be. But again, when it comes to men, if a man is not making enough money and he wants a Beyonce, women will look him dead in the eyes and say, you don't deserve a Beyonce. 
You'll you'll never have a Beyonce. Even, you are they, broke. They won't even tell him nothing. They're laughing his face. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> so at, so at the end of the day, when you got men out here telling you the same thing, you are overweight. You are this. You are that. You are you know combative for no reason. You you know you have all these negative traits. Men that are successful don't want that. So you have a very very low chance of getting that type of man. Now you're a misogynist. No. That's being accountable. That's living in reality. And unfortunately, in this society, a lot of women don't have, feel the need to live in reality. They don't feel like they have to. Mm-hmm. They feel like I my, I can... As a matter of fact, they feel like anybody that's giving them advice should get them advice based on the fact that they can hit the lottery in terms of finding a man. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's no self-work that has to be done. No, he, you're, there's a man out there that's going to take you for who you are. You don't have to change anything. You can just show up, and this man is going to be everything that you need him to be. But then these women get out here in reality and start moving like that, and niggas treat them like options. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, damn, this is ridiculous. All oh, men ain't nothing. No, 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 no. You need to look in that mirror and do some self-work. Your ass is not perfect. And again, I, I said something a, a while back. Women all the time say, you know, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. But what have you ever heard a woman admit to doing wrong? Mm. It ain't too often. So if they can answer that question for me, then we can further this conversation. Absolutely. But again, women have unrealistic expectations, and anybody that calls them on that is a villain. Yeah. That's bad. How are we ever going to get on the same page if y'all refuse to be accountable? That's step one. I haven't heard I haven't heard a woman say, I destroyed this man. I did that. I did that. What he is today, I did that. It's very rare. Never will. Mm-hmm. Never will. Because, again, a lot of women feel like regardless of how negative my behavior was, like women feel like regardless of how negative my behavior was, it was a valid reason for it. It That's was something crazy. that you did. That made me this way. That's crazy. That's why even in apologies women give, it's like, okay, yeah, I apologize that I made you feel that way, but you know how I am. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't have did this, I wouldn't have did that. It's always a but. It's always a but. You know. No. You were wrong. Just say I apologize for being wrong. That's it. And we Period. Done. We and done. keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. I'm not going to hold it over your head like you would. That's the problem, too. I think some issues... They treat it as if we would react how they would or respond how they would. Right. When we wouldn't. I really think that's the case sometimes. That's crazy. So, again, I ask how are we going to ever get on the same page if only one side is forced to be accountable? Boy, y'all boys part, boy. This is real. Um, okay, next subject, man. Speaking of trifling ass women, Meg the Stallion. Uh, <laughs> recently- <laughs> Okay, listen. The transition. <laughs> I know we're going to get into it. But I still hear all that is alleged too. I heard it was alleged too. Like that's not a real report. But I, but definitely let's still I will still want to dissect it. This is my thing, right? Why does everything that come out about this thing, oh that's not real. Anything that's helping Tory, that's helping this black man, it's not real. It's not real, but when it first came out, everything that she said in that in that in, in, on that live and all that type of stuff, that 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 Gail stuff, when everybody knew she was blatantly lying, that's all facts. All that's facts. That's the part I don't like. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna hold one side accountable, you gotta hold the other side. Women, y'all mm-hmm. fight, y'all fought for all these rights, and y'all y'all wanna y'all wanna uh, rig the game in y'all way. That, that's not how this works, baby. You wanted to play in the realm of men, y'all gotta play how we play. Y'all gotta we gotta hold that mirror up to y'all too, like they do to us. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't come to the table and demand certain things, and then when somebody try to say something, you like, oh, nah, I'm a woman. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> I go to. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, women are innocent like, until proven nah, guilty. Bro. Men are guilty until proven innocent. That's just how we that, do. That is cold, folks. That's just how Sadly, we do. the truth. Like, I'm just, hey, I, that's all I, I'm saying about the shit. Every time I see something that's held, and it be, it be signed documents. Signed documents with somebody powerful name on that motherfucker. Right. Oh, that's a fake document. It's a four signature. <laughs> that's man. a four. You know, technology crazy today, man. Come on, you that's know, a four signature. But you only hearing that for, for, from regular people. You ain't hearing that from that person. Mm-mm. From whoever the signature from. You ain't hearing nothing from that person. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. This doctor came out and said what he said. So again, let me just introduce Tor- him. Tori's team is not leaking this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Tori's so, team is leaking this information. So, so basically what happened is a, a doctor from Sinai a Hospital in, in L.A., very, very, very big, famous hospital. Big uh, money LA, hospital. Same hospital that, that Biggie went to when he got shot, just for reference. Um, a doctor that examined her first, the first doctor who examined her, came out and said that he found no bullets. He found glass. Mm-hmm. That the lacerations in her foot came from glass. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and again, this is a, this is a licensed doctor. I think he's been... You know, in the field for thirty years or something. So if it, Dang. if he comes out and says that, you know, regardless of what she told him, I would imagine the doctor with thirty plus years experience is not just going to take your word for what the injuries are, especially if they know you're coming there because of gunshots and different things like that. That's the first thing that he's going to look for. But apparently, he didn't find any, and not only did he not find any, even now, because after he gave his assessment. Um, it was alleged that, okay, hey, we're going to go into surgery or whatever. So she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. we ain't going to go into surgery. Because remember, she told the lie first that it was glass. Or the lie first that it was glass. When the police first asked her, when they came on the scene, hey, how did you get these injuries? I stepped on glass. Those was her words. Because she wanted to protect the black man, all that bullshit that they saying. So um, after, you know, they get there, according to her side, she get there, she tell the doctor the same lie. Right? So the... Apparently, the doctor, who has 30-plus years experience, just writes the lie down on this report and, you know, hey. And then a second doctor comes in and gets talking about surgery. And she's like, whoa, it's not glass. This is bullets, it's fragments, whatever the case may be. So they go in and they find the fragments, allegedly, even though those fragments are nowhere to be found now, which is another issue that, I'm, again, I'm, but I'm, I'm just presenting their side. So they did allegedly find some bullets the fragments sec- the second doctor okay. came in Just making sure ran some x-rays he mm-hmm. said hey these are these are uh, shrapnel mm-hmm. you know which is bullets broken you know broken mm-hmm. up bullets mm-hmm. um in your in your foot or whatever we going we going to get them out some of them we can't get out we got to leave in uh for you know reasons of not messing your you know walking and stuff mm-hmm. up even further mm-hmm. so apparently that's 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 what happened so when this a uh, news story broke. This is not new news. This is just the original doctor's statement that, hey, I found glass in her foot. I didn't find bullets. So, you know, knowing that and knowing what we know now, which is the the bullet fragments are nowhere to be found, which is something that's just crazy to me. This case is huge. Boy, I ain't never seen that happen in a case. This case is huge. This ain't just uh, Joe Blow and, and you know, Jane Doe that they got into some shit. These are two world-famous celebrities that then came in there. They, you know, know it's big legal implications, all type of stuff. But the bullets, apparently, bullet fragments go missing. So, you know, presented all that information, 
It's like, what side do you fall on? What side do you believe? And this is what I'm trying to explain to people on Twitter that think Tory is going to jail. All Tory lawyers have to do is prove reasonable doubt. And Meg has done that for them. She's admitted to lying, right? And then every aspect of the story begins to contradict itself from what she's went on public platforms and said. So all the, all the lawyer got to do is just prove reasonable doubt. My, it's, there's a chance that my client did not do this. And he's going to get off. So for people that think, oh, Tory going to jail, y'all going to see that or that? He's not. He's not going to jail. Not going to jail. Um, But, we you know. Rick Ross with him. And we all know when the shit happened, all the celebrities disassociated themselves with him. Rick Ross said he needed a smart car and start talking down on a nigga. Now they partying together. Yeah. Why is all this happening? Then now celebrities are distancing themselves from Meg Thee Stallion. I wonder why, why is all this going on? Why? Because when all this shit was happening, she was putting out she was putting out singles with big artists and all that. Now all this shit coming out, you don't see too much of that. She was winning awards, sympathy you know awards for best rap album, which I still don't even know the name no, of the album yeah, that won. She yeah, won over she Benny won and Freddie Gibbs and all yeah, the type of people that's putting out real rap albums. Should, yeah, she she get best rap album of the year and nobody even know the name of it today. Again, sympathy awards, shit like that. She done literally milked this. To, to where it is But again The closer we get To this court date And that's why They keep pushing it back mm-hmm. Is because They're trying to find Some type of evidence That's gonna make But again Every piece of evidence That comes out Makes Tory look better Every single Every single hey, piece Another thing people what Like a lot of y'all Ain't never been to court And all that shit Like real court You know what I'm saying So In court bro Like if the de- If the defendant Is pushing shit back You better believe He's trying to or she is trying to negotiate some time and all these type of things or jail time. But if the uh the the plaintiff, that's what they call them, mm-hmm. the person that's accusing the defendant, right. if they is pushing something back, that's a big problem. Yep. Big problem. I'm talking like this person gonna get off problem. Yeah, this how court always works. Always, if the defendant is pushing it back, they negotiating time for jail, or they they negotiating what to pay and all these type of things to sign to be on probation, all these type of things, right? But if the plaintiff is pushing something back, they are trying to find evidence. They are trying to find a way to stick it to the defendant. Right, something to stick. And on, on Con- top of that, hundred percent. That's how court yeah. works. And, and, and everything. On- on top of that, people coming out and saying, well, why don't Tory just come out and say what happened? This is a, another angle that people are not considering. Either way, he looks bad. Mm-hmm. Because if I come out and say, hey, her friend shot her, I'm a snitch. Yep. I snitched on a woman. You know what I'm saying? But if I be quiet, then y'all get to create narratives and just get to run with them. So Tory took the angle of, I'm just going to be quiet, and the facts are going to you know, acquit me. But, but I'm assuming he thought that we'll be in court and this should be over with a lot quicker. But because there's so many inconsistencies and Meg is out here making public statements that just keep getting slashed in half with the with the facts, they keep pushing the stuff back. This shouldn't happen three years ago. Or two two, three years ago. Like this shit should have been over with and solved. Yeah, two years ago. So it's like, you know, it there, there's a reason that it keeps getting pushed back because her case is not strong. She's came out, she's made public statements, and all Tory lawyer has to do is prove reasonable doubt. That's it. So I got a quick question And uh, we were talking about this last night On the pod Shout out to S5 Podcast by the way mm-hmm. um, Peep uh, brought up an angle So Kelsey He was wondering Why hasn't Kelsey said nothing yet So his angle was Remember when uh, Tori offered them a meal 
to be quiet. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, could it be possible that, you know, she got like an NDA right now or something like that? Like, what's the reason? Because like she would no, be quiet. You got to realize. Like, why nobody else talking? Either way, if somebody talks, somebody goes to jail. Somebody goes to jail. Don't nobody want to go to jail. You know, so the smart thing to do, nobody don't say nothing. Especially when the other the other side looking like outside a clown. Of, outside of Meg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially when the, the the other side looking like a clown out here every time they speak. Oh, we all getting off. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know from from what the evidence say, Tory didn't shoot her. You know what I'm saying? No gunpowder on him. No, he, uh, no fingerprints on the, on the gun. gun. All no, that type no of stuff. So on the either clip. way, even if he was to speak, hey, I didn't shoot her. This is what happened. Woo to woo. He don't go to jail, but he also snitching on what the bodyguard or, or the girl. You get what I'm saying? Allegedly, the the, the the girl shot her. You know what I'm saying? Now the girl go to jail and all these stuff, bro. I'm not gonna snitch. So hey, we all gonna be quiet out here. Don't say a word. And then from from her angle, why would I say anything if I'm the only one that had gunpowder on my hands? Exactly. Oh, she for sure had it on. Yes, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. So so again, the, the answers to these questions are not hard. People trying to make it complicated because they want Meg to be right. Kelsey is not saying a damn thing until trial gets here. Because when trial gets here, then I can make an agreement. Okay, whatever I say on this stand, I got immunity from. Because I'm not on trial. So I'm I'm, I'm going to only come give my statement if y'all grant me immunity for, for what it is that I say. And, and that's what they're going to do. So when she get on that stand, she's going she gonna to be able to grant immunity. She's going to be able to say, okay, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we was wrestling for the gun. I shot it. Whatever it went off, hit it in the feet, whatever the case may be. Because... This is another, you know, again, facts just, just facts just keep coming out. There was a physical altercation between Meg and Kelsey. That's for sure. Yeah, we know that for sure. But Meg got on Gail and said, oh, no, nah, we wasn't even arguing. It wasn't even nothing like that. I just wanted to get out the car. Again, lying for no reason. That's an eyewitness. Y'all are, eyewitness. In, a, y'all are in a rich neighborhood. These white folks hear that commotion and gunshots. They, gunshot, they the coming window, out the fuck outside. I live in a prominent neighborhood, and if I hear something, I'm out the window. Exactly. So you saying that all these people in the neighborhood is lying. So no, (laughs) there was a physical altercation because Meg and Kelsey was fighting over Tory. Exactly. And then Meg was probably whooping on Kelsey because she twice her damn size. Kelsey went and got the strap. Tory probably trying to take her. Hey, chill, y'all chill out, chill out. And then the gun go off, hit the concrete, hit Meg in the foot. That's probably, that that is the story that that I'm hearing from, from my sources. And... Again, that sounds like the most feasible option. So what what that does is is that it causes Tory to be quiet because I can't snitch on a woman. That's gonna kill my whole reputation. I got a reputation as a street nigga. Exactly. But if and I'm in I'll court, pointing, yeah, if I come in the court, yeah, nah, it wasn't me. It was a homegirl shot her. My my career is over. And originally she said her back was turned. Right. And she described exactly how Tory was hanging out the car. That's what I'm saying. Contradiction after contradiction. So again, if I'm Tori's lawyer, the more she talks, I'm feeling great because you saying all this shit, and I'm and I'm and I'm actually looking at the discovery. Hey, and hey, the discovery has I, the real I'm evidence. Tory lawyer, lawyer, I'm going to Meg. Say, hey, look, we can settle this, but y'all gonna pay all these court fees, and we gonna sign NDAs. Nobody can talk about nothing, nothing. But y'all paying my client, Not- or if the truth come out, <clears throat> your your client career is over because that's just gonna be what. And no artist gonna want to work with her. If the truth hit the table, she gonna get dropped. No artist is going to want to work with her. You get what I'm saying? And the media game is about relationships. That's just how that shit works. That's how all this shit works. It's about relationships. 
You know what I'm saying? So y'all would risk that for her to lose her whole career. But see, look, look, though, smooth. Tori is on some shit again. My, this was what my sources are telling me. Mm-hmm. Tori on some shit like I don't, I don't care about preserving your image now because you didn't try to drag me. That's so, true. so, so, not only are we going to prove you wrong in court and I'm going to get acquitted, but after I get acquitted, I'm taking you to trial for defamation and in, in the, in the hundreds of millions of dollars that I lost. Because of this That's what I would do You gotta understand Tory was at the top of the world When this shit happened Quarantine radio Going crazy Pandemic Everything he dropping Going platinum He making a lot of money With uh, Lil Baby Right uh, Got cool back with Drake So you know they was working Right You know what I'm saying Like it it was It was a lot of shit Going right on top of the world He he, he on records right now Saying you know I was getting a hundred thousand Plus a show Da 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 And then now all of a sudden This breaks and now I'm losing endorsements. Nobody want to book me for shows. Nobody want to do. So I need all that back mm. from you. And that's why Rock Nation is going to drop her. That's why her record label is going to drop her. Because they going to have to pay that bill. But if I'm Tory, we going to civil court. Mm. I need all that money back. And mm. if I'm him, I'm pressing charges. You know, I, I love Jay-Z. I fuck with you. But I'm pressing charges on Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. I'm pressing charges on her. Straight up. And I'm pressing charge, charges on, on, your, on your other record. I'm going to squeeze it. Silver suits. I need all that back. After I get done with this, I'm gonna be rich. That's the only way. Hey, for so real, it, for real, so for real. Don't even matter. I ain't gotta put another song out ever. <laughs> He'll never get his reputation back. That's yep, yep. Like this on some Johnny Depp shit, right? You know what I'm saying? I never get my re- my reputation back. But you better believe I'm about to sue your ass. I'm about to take everything. You're gonna be working at Hoochie Burger when I'm done. <laughs> That's with you. real. That's real rap. <laughs> Because <laughs> again, pe- people are already distancing themselves from a now. Yeah, so if that, if, that when that verdict come out mm-hmm. and they say he is acquitted of all charges, it's gonna get ugly. We might as well stay in that courthouse. Hey, yeah, I knew I was gonna get acquitted, but uh, let's start this paperwork right now. I need that. I hate this had to happen. <laughs> I agree. I hate and this had to happen because all this kind of could have been avoided. It could have like, been. They could have just. I don't know because. Uh-huh. Go, go ahead, go ahead. But again, ahead. this is all Meg's fault, and and that's the, that's the point that I'm trying to drive home here. Her, her own girl came on live and said it. This is the fourth man that she didn't try to take from me. She didn't smash men from me because you can't control yourself. You can't control your urges. You can't control your drinking, which is another thing. Y'all, you didn't just decide to leave Kylie's party. That's another lie you went on Gail and told. You was at the party, drunk, belligerent, acting a fool toward Kylie because Tori is flirting with her, acting a fool toward Kelsey because Kelsey is finding out that you and him done smashed. So now y'all creating an altercation. No, no, get the hell out of my house with that. That's how you got outside. We do. It was plenty of video evidence of her being drunk that night. Correct. And there's plenty of video Everybody evidence of, of her being drunk in other times. Everybody was And being belligerently drunk. So that's the that's the rumor about her. She get passed around the industry, belligerently drunk. You at this girl house acting a goddamn fool. They kick you out of the party. All of this could have been avoided if you could have just let your homie have Tory. But you wanted to step in, big dog it, whatever the case may be, and then get in your feelings when Tory smashed you and start shooting at Kylie. That's what caused it. Crazy. None of this shit had to happen. Crazy. But you couldn't control yourself. Crazy from so, ju- from from just being a terrible person. So let's say the gun go off. It you know it obviously hit her. Tory is booked for possession, right? Because he, which which was they they gonna have a hard time doing that because in reality the bodyguard is probably gonna take that charge because the bodyguard has a, a license to carry and Tory don't have fingerprints on the gun. Tory don't have fingerprints on the clip. Tory don't have no gunpowder on him. So Tory can say that wasn't my gun. So what, Prove what, it. what else could there have happened instead of going to trial and all this stuff because she got 
the grades? Like, what else could have? It, it, it was it was it was no way around it because of where it happened. It, it, it could have been because she could have been like, "Now nah, I don't want to press." Because the first thing they ask you is, "Do you want to press charges?" Mm-hmm. They ask that to everybody that's been shot. Do you want to press charges? Unless the feds pick it up, and the feds ain't picked that case up. You know what I'm saying? The feds ain't picked that case up, so she could have been like, "Now nah, I don't want to press no charges," and left it at that. And not fuck with nobody Kept it quiet But see I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that smooth Because of the way that it came Because it was gunshots Actually fired mm-hmm. You could not want to press charges All you want to But that, but again The neighborhood that it happened in Is very important They A couple blocks down the street From Kylie Jenner's house Oh yeah It's white folks They not just gonna talking, allow talking million Five dollars. gunshots to fire off In my rich ass neighborhood And there ain't no consequences Gonna come from it that that's not happening. So again, it would have been hard to 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 get away from that after after it happened. It's like because because which is which is what happened essentially. Like nobody, none of them. Like it wasn't no lawman that was just you know in the area that just called them. Niggas heard gunshots and called the police mm-hmm. and they pulled them over. Megan them tried to get in the car and drive off, mm-hmm. but them them white folks hell nah. Hey, it's five gunshots out here. Get out here quickly. This is a rich neighborhood. Them police there in in thirty seconds. Well, the station that's two minutes from so the neighborhood. They, they couldn't even say like oh it was an accident. No. Mm. Some do something like, mm. like that's that's what I'm trying to like. How did it happen to where? Then you got to also realize Meg is drunk, right? All of them are drunk. You know what I'm saying? So All I of think them. Part yeah. of it could have been like embarrassment in a sense. So it's like I got to say something. Or I got to throw this on somebody. It would have ruined her image, bro. Mm. That, that's what it is. If, if she would have came out and said the truth, which is again, I'm smashing my homegirl's man, and then I get mad because he's flirting with Kylie. And then I start cussing Kylie out and I get kicked out of Kylie party because I'm belligerently drunk. And then I get in the car and I start arguing and swinging at my friend who's in the back seat. And the the bodyguard is trying to keep it G like y'all chill. Let me just get y'all to the crib. But I'm I'm kicking windows out of a out of a fucking SUV truck because I'm frustrated. And Tori and, and Kelsey is getting on my ass about me, you know, acting a fool. And is that in the third? I want to get out the car. So I didn't kick the window out of this car. I get out the car. Me and my homegirl start fighting over a man that I'm not even claiming publicly. And that's five, four. And that everybody's going to ridicule me for being with. And then gunshots go off. And then I get shot in these white people neighborhood. Like, it, like if, if she comes out and tells that story, she's going to look foolish. Super crazy. All of this hot shit that you rap about. And you fucking your homegirl man. You can't get you can't keep a man of your own. And you acting a fool in front of like you she she would have been embarrassed. Even if you was on some hot girl summer, why you just didn't tell your partner? Hey man, I'm fucking your man too, you know what I'm saying? Like Because because she knew it was wrong. Her homegirl really, really liked her. You know what I'm saying? And and for real, if, if she wouldn't have caught COVID, she would have never left L A where they was at. And Meg would have never had the chance to slide in like she did. But that's what happened. They was all kicking it for a while, for yeah. months. And then she caught COVID and went back to Houston. And then while she gone, Meg and Tori kept that kept that going, and he ended up smashing her. So now it's like, okay, I can't even tell my homie because I'm gonna look crazy. But once you get drunk, you can't hide shit no more. Your your feelings come out. So now that we in this pool, we all together, and I see you, the man that I that I that I really like, but I can't claim publicly, flirting with Kylie Jenner right in front of me, and and I invited you to this party. Mm. Now my my emotions involved, my ego involved. So now I'm I'm talking shit about him, and Kelsey like, wait, why are you so, pressed? why are you so pressed? Of, what, you what, what are you? Oh, so y'all been? Oh, you been doing that? Thing? So now we arguing and fighting in the pool. You've been hot girl I wish, summer. I wish somebody could set up a little illustration of this whole thing going. That, that'd be dope, bro. It's the whole, real, the man. Whole thing. 
But I'm telling you though, yeah. I, I got no. I got I got sources in LA that's running that know exactly what I've talked about. Bruh. Niggas running it down. Bruh. And and the more they talk, I like that makes sense. I just want to see the streets when this case is done. Cause I'm telling y'all right now. It's gonna if be you don't solid, know how this shit work, bro. Like I talk, like I told y'all earlier, she is on the losing end of this stick right yep. now. Cause they have nothing to her not talking. The bodyguard not talking. The girl not talking. She going on on there looking crazy, doing confidential uh stories or contradictory stories and shit, bro. I want to see the streets when the when the when the judge say, Tori, you are not guilty." You know what I'm saying? You, you are acquitted of all charges and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? He's still I guilty. want to see the streets and what they got to say. He's because now I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent man. And she stole my my life from me. I tell you what, bro, it's not going to get that far. To to be honest, I don't I don't see that trial getting a verdict. I see it being a mistrial. Mm. And if it's a mistrial, it's then a I then I can save face. Mm. Even worse. So so as Meg, and again, the more that you get to thinking about how she's moving on these platforms, lying and whatever, she might literally be trying to jeopardize the case, bro. Because if I'm if, if I'm a victim and I really want this man in jail, I ain't saying a word. I ain't saying a word because the, the the public is already in my in my favor. People think he shot me already. It ain't no point in me coming out here giving details. I'm gonna just be quiet. We gonna go to court. Mm. You gonna get found guilty, and then we gonna then I can talk my shit. But if I know I'm lying, I gotta try to save face. So when when certain shit hit the internet, I gotta go defend it. Hell no, nah, I'm, I'm the victim. Mm. But if I continue to give out information and I jeopardize the case and it ends in a mistrial, I can save face. A mistrial would be foul. That's what's gonna happen. That'd be foul. Mark, mark my words. Mm. You done all this just to throw the case. It's gonna be a mistrial. You didn't put this man life through this to throw the case. Nah, I don't see it, bro. And then that, and that way she can say, "Well, look, black women the victim. It don't mean he didn't do it. Da da da. All that. Watch, <laughs> watch. Mark my words. That's how this shit gonna play out. Please episode ninety seven. No miss. Straight up. Episode ninety seven. All right, man. We're going we gonna to keep it moving to some more divest, uh, domestic violence. Earl Thomas from... Uh, oh, you a wild boy. You a <laughs> wild boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you a wild boy. We're going to keep it pushing to some more domestic violence. Uh, Earl Thomas recently was in hot water. Uh, <laughs> y'all got to let me read it, man. The warrant... Uh, get this shit. Let's get into it. Come More on, than man. two weeks after warrant was issued for Earl Thomas's arrest, he has been captured. The warrant was issued on April 27th. Finally, former NFL safety Earl Thomas has been arrested. Thomas is charged with a third-degree felony for violating a protective order two or more times within 12 months via court records. Uh, Thomas was arrested on Friday, May 13th. It's unclear why it took so long for Thomas to be apprehended. The warrant was issued days after Thomas launched a public effort to get back in the league. Um, the effort to get back in the league was launched days after he sent text messages that resulted in the arrest warrant. Before Thomas tried to get back in the NFL, no one was calling. It's hard to imagine anyone calling now, regardless of how this shakes out. So, you know, essentially, Earl Thomas sent some text messages that was uh hold on, matter of fact, let me let me get to the main story because I don't I don't wanna lie. And don't get us D V is not funny. Right, it was the transition that we yeah, were laughing at. Definitely the transition. Definitely, definitely. just the transition, because you know people. 
Yeah, let me hold let on. Y'all making light of it. Yeah, y'all y'all uh, keep on keep on talking. So, I'm about to find these text messages. So he he up here trying to trying to kill his baby moms. I mean, I, my bro, my bro, he, and the kids. He needs some help, man. He really trying to kill the kids for real. That's what that's he said. What the, that's what the text said. I ain't seen it, but that's what I heard. And I, wow. yeah, I need my boy to get some help. I need my boy to get some wow. help. Wow, she done drove him crazy, huh? Hey, because they've been going through that domestic shit for years, boy. We ain't gonna act like this is just some new shit. But now, think about this too. You got to think about drinking too. Drinking can lead you. You know what I'm saying? Lead your get your mind all jacked up. So between drinking a lot and then football. Bro, I see it. I can see that happening. Bro, and then you got a crazy ass baby mom that's running right on top of that. Yeah, I can see you saying that. Then she chased him with a pistol. Yeah, boy. Yeah, but but what did he do? (laughs) (laughs) Final text message. Man, what's up? What's the text message? Final text message on April 18th. Police say Thomas texted the woman that he obtained two handguns earlier that day. He then texted, waiting on hand and foot is while I'll kick your ass. The next day, police say Thomas texted, I hope you in the car with him and the kids and y'all drive off the road. The same day, police say he texted, I'm going to let my mama and my cousins poison the children's ass. Thoughts? So she got another man. Correct. And he don't like that. Correct. Come on, little Earl, man. Come on, little Earl. You can have millions of women. You a millionaire. After all she put him through, you gonna have another nigga in my car that I'm paying for with my kids? Fuck off. Bro, my peace is more important than all that shit, man. I feel that. 100%. And and we, 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 we talking millions of dollars that he got. Millions of dollars. We ain't talking no petty money. Bro, all of that. Throw away mm. You can have it He trying to get back in the league He depressed Then lost his woman I'm done with all that too You got enough money to where You can go start you a few businesses Invest in people That's starting businesses That you believe in And make a whole lot of more money If he even got the money no more That's just That's That'd be crazy if he don't It's called a spade a spade That'd most, be crazy most, if he don't Most athletes are broke They say within three years of retiring That'd be crazy if he don't. It's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But come on, bro. Because if you, because if I'm making twenty million a year, that means my expenses reflect that. A lot of them feel like, hey man, I'm gonna get this shit forever until you get hurt or you get released. And now it's like, okay, I still got twenty million dollars worth of expenses, but I have no money coming in now from checks. And a lot of them are hard headed and don't want to let their lifestyle go. So they'll try to find something or try to get back in the league or try to go play this or go do that. Just to try to get me some newfound money, some new income. And mind you, I'm 33. That ain't like I'm 60, 50. I'm 33 with no money coming in. And I was just making 20 million. These people is not saving money. These niggas ain't got financial literacy like that. That is crazy to so me. So he, he, he really made me broke. You from the golden triangle and you acting like that? Take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing us. Come on. Man. I don't think he broke. I don't think I don't think so. I don't think he broke. I just think he had a he had a tough point right now. He just I don't know. I just feel like he like hit a wall or it's a lot of things that's uncertain. Like I said, he losing his family. I mean, it's alleged that he got a drinking problem. Nah, it, it ain't no allegedly about it. He, so, he got a drinking problem. So I mean, got that on top of him being a football player, the way he plays football. 
several concussions throughout college, high school, college, and NFL. Yep. Um, that's that's a bad combination. They say man. he worked twenty six million, so he still got some money. That's a, yeah, that's a bad combination. Fours, fours be lying. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, and, and again, I, I ain't I ain't saying he broke. I'm saying that 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 may be part of the, the issue because yeah. I mean, just think about it. If he was really rolling flush like that, you you wouldn't be acting a fool like this. I mean, let's be honest here. But, you know, one of the most stressful things, not one of, the most stressful things to men is when our money gets to running low. Even if it ain't all the way ran out yet, once you once you hit a, a certain level, my account hit a certain number, I'm just, oh, shit, okay, wait a minute. This is uncomfortable. Now, that, now that, that, that number changes proportionally according to what it is that you make. So if I'm making $25 million a year and my account get to 500000 or a million, I'm like, whoa. This ain't, you know, so that's when depression can set in. That's when attitudes can set in. Tempers get to flaring. Now, a little shit pissing me off. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and again, they, they, they relationship is toxic in terms of history. Like, this is the same Earl that, that had a pistol pointed at his head just last year because she ran up in the Airbnb when him and his brother had holes in her. So, you know, this is this is a toxic scenario all the way around. But now nah, she done finally left him, moved on, new man. He New man taking on vacation, her mm. and the kids. Mm. So now he's looking at this situation. I'm 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 out of the league. My money is running low. My my reputation is is dropping. Because at one point, Earl Thomas was looked at as a man of respect. Like he was the, he was the leader of the Legion of Boom. Let's call it spade a spade, bro. So six million dollars yeah, so. is two hundred thousand dollars for thirty years. Mm-hmm. You can live in abundance with that money. Yeah, but what do your expenses look like? You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, you can buy the crib, you can buy your Rolls Royce and a truck, or a Rolls Royce and your lady whip, cash, and then live off $6 million for the next 30 years and be good. But see, it's hard to, but see, again, let me, let me, because you got to proportionalize that. It's like us right now. If you're making 100000 Lifestyle reflects a hundred thousand, mm. but you saying, "Nah, bro, you can live off twenty thousand. All you got to do is." But I've been living off a hundred thousand. My yeah. taste is a hundred thousand. My expenses are a hundred thousand. I get what you're saying, but you saying it's possible to live, and it is. It's yeah. possible to live off twenty thousand. People do it every day. Okay, but it's hard to tell somebody that that's at that level. I hear you to to get down I'm, there. I'm talking in a sense of you know you about to be retired, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking about nobody just living like right. like you getting that 20 million a year. You better you better live like that. I would to me, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But if I know I'm about to leave the game or I'm in jeopardy of leaving the game, I'm selling everything. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm getting that shit down to where I what do I want to live on comfortably for the rest of my life to where I know I'll keep this money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And make sure my kids And all that shit straight And if that shit say 200,000 I'm gonna get everything Under that 200,000 Comfortably You know what I'm saying Even if it gotta be 150 So I can have 50 comfortably Just in, just in case Something happened Like an emergency happened I got 50 to just go Just go do what I need to do Smooth This is the thing What you're saying Is 100% right <laughs> You 1000% right In what you're saying I'm not saying you're wrong In anything But what I'm saying is What you're not factoring in Yeah Is the quote unquote um, implied responsibility that comes with somebody that's making millions. If I'm moving around, I'm going out to eat. Typically, me and the guys, I'm paying for it. We at the club, I'm paying for it. Everybody looks to me as that guy with the bag now. So it's hard to do that for how long? Urban in the league, 12, 13, 14, 15 years yeah. to to be that to be that guy and to have those expectations. And then now I go from being that guy making whatever twenty million a year, fifteen million a year to two hundred thousand a year. 
a lot of men can't turn that off because now I not only have I done got used to that, but I done been getting my validation from being that guy. It ain't even about the money. It's about image. So even 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 rappers today, like we a lot of time we'll see a, a rapper out today, he might have been big in the nineties or something. But if he pull up in a Ford Focus, you looking at this thing like Man, that's it? Man, he ain't got no jury on it? What, what, what do you got? Is that fat form you in? What the f- Because the image, the perception, the expectation I is for you to live like you are a star, like you are a celebrity. And you can. And, and a lot of dudes, you because know. Because all the stuff that you keep. Say, like, say, say, let's just use my neighborhood for example. Move to my neighborhood. You buy the house cash. Bam. You get that out the way. You know what I'm saying? We talking Earl with twenty six million. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. Most athletes not not buying that house cash, and the the reason they not and that's the, that's the, re, the reason they not no no no. But but I mean it it makes sense when when you think about it because the reason they not is the average shelf life of a NFL player is what three four years three so, years. So again, if I go in and I buy this house that costs two million three million dollars, right? And again, these niggas don't know about no real estate. They ain't thinking about portfolios or nothing like that. This is my first big check. I, I come from being broke, so. If I'm if I'm here, it ain't a guarantee that I'm gonna spend ten years in this motherfucker. So I'm not buying no ten million dollar house. Retirement. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the, a cat that's just on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? And you you going crazy and all that because I'm pretty sure. Like like Ocho Cinco. I'm pretty sure you had your. He had his moments when he was out there going crazy. But now we see Ocho Cinco. You know what I'm saying? The man cheap. We know he got Lambos that he let people rent and all mm-hmm. these type of things. But what he pulling up in a smart car? You know what I'm saying? We know his house crazy. We know the house is crazy, the diamond, but it's paid off. He said his earrings right. was never real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but see, yeah, but, I know when to turn it off. You get what I'm saying? Like, like everybody know what I got to prove now. Everybody know I got money. But Ocho went into it the right way. Right, that's true. What, 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 what I'm saying is, most athletes trips. don't go into it the right. Most yeah. athletes are leasing their cars. They are renting their houses. They not buying shit like that. Like yeah, they not using it as assets. Right, say it like that. Because again. I don't know if this is going to last. I could get hurt this year and get kicked off this team. I, now all I got is $3 million. Uncle Sam took half of that. I'm at $1.5. My house costs a million, this, that, and the third. I, I can't afford to just drop this milli on a house. And now I'm playing with 200000 to my name now. A lot of dudes not doing that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to rent this house for 5000 a month or 10000 a month, whatever it is, Some some feasible. Until I can get to my big contract, and then maybe I'll buy a house. But most dudes don't even get to that get to that big contract. Yeah, but we talking Earl. He got the big. He had got the big contract. Like you supposed to be smarter, right? That's what I'm saying. I, I, that's what that. Right. I think he comes. You supposed to be smarter, and then on top of that, your friends supposed to be smart with you. Them niggas. Hey, put us on. Them niggas just. Uh, fuck bro, fuck giving us some money. Hey, goddamn, put, like goddamn, one of us go to school or something, or start some type of business or something. Something that you know what I'm saying. When you get out this league, you can transfer. You can you can transition to and run this bitch. You get what I'm saying? Like LeBron did. Put all his team, all, all his all his friends is rich. That ain't just he ain't just give them the money. Now I'm gonna put a down payment on your on your life, which is the investment. You don't even owe me this back, mm-hmm. but you gonna do what you said you was gonna do, and look at everybody. And again, you are not wrong, but Braun is an anomaly. Most dudes are not doing that, bro. That, and that's crazy. You keep you you keep your man that's been down with you at, on the pe- on the what I would say pecking, like you just giving them peckings and shit. Oh niggas, oh niggas doing it. That's, that's crazy. Just not the right way. You got niggas that's you know. Hitters and robbers and the niggas that's cooking and that's what they doing. 
It, you know it, what? It ain't, it ain't the niggas that's doing legit shit. Well, eventually they do some kind of way, you know, start up a cleaners or some way to kind of funnel them. But that's after they didn't fell. I'm talking about something big. I'm saying, but most, that's what I'm saying. A lot but, of people ain't doing that but, the but right look, way. But look, this is this is another aspect of this thing that y'all missing. Male ego. A lot of oh, yeah, niggas don't yeah. want they niggas to shine, bro. Mm. Let's call let's call a spade a spade. Damn. A lot of niggas, again, which is go back to what I said earlier, that expectation, I'm the man here. I'm 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 spoon feeding y'all, so y'all need me. If I put you in position to get to become me or even potentially make more money than me for real, because you know, if if let's just say Braun was Antoine Walker or somebody, he'd have made a hundred plus million. He could have put his boys in position the same way. But if I put you in a position like a rich Paul agency, whatever, you probably gonna make more money than me long term. If I'm if I'm stupid with, with my money. Right. So in in essence, I may not be the man one day. And most dudes, ego is not built for that. So I'm going to keep spoon feeding y'all to where y'all need me. Mm-hmm. And if you put up a fight or something, I cut you off. And most of them dudes around them don't want to get cut off. So they're going to yes man their way all the way to the damn wheels fall off of the train. Mm-hmm. That's how it typically goes. That's true. But again, what Smooth is saying is right. You should get on, put your man in position, do this, do that, and the third. Bad. But most dudes not doing that because their ego don't want nobody on. on I don't want them on the same level as me. I want them around me, but when they look at the group, I want them to look at me here and everybody else here. And that's sad. I agree. That's sad. I agree. People that then came from sandbox with you, or you know, what I'm saying, been been through the grind with you, and you looking you looking at them like that. Mm-hmm. It should be if I win, we all win. Bingo. Plain and simple, bro. Bingo. I'm bringing it home like I'm Corey Joe. Celebrate your shit like it's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit that's And that's one thing We do not see Out of our athletes bro Yeah Out of our athletes Making these millions And millions And millions of dollars bro You retire Your team broke Rappers too You know what I'm saying Which is why Again that Like as as big rappers Most big rappers That's why you gotta salute A little baby That's why you gotta salute A young thug You gotta salute people like that Because even these rappers They'll get, they'll get a record label started And I assign my artists but I'm not going to push them like that because, again, I want to be the star. It's a potential that you may get bigger than me. We can't have that. But, but again, Rick Ross, somebody like that, move like he's supposed to move. I want y'all to shine more than me. I am who I am. My confidence is there. I don't, I don't care if y'all get big because, again, if y'all get big, we all win. But most dudes, especially black folks, which I, it's, I hate to admit, but that's just reality. I want you to do well, but, but I don't want you to do better than me. And that's how most dudes think. And that's fucking nuts, bro. That's crazy. I agree. But but th- think about it. Just just that's just crazy. think about it. Because it, it have been plenty of people that done got big big label contracts and all that in the third, and you 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 don't hear no artist. You don't hear from the artists. They they may do one feature with them after that niggas fall off a cliff. You're on your own. Like damn, what happened to such and such? He he was hard. He was with the nah because the fans get got to start liking you too much. So now I got to kind of eh. yeah. I see it in our community. That's too real, much, bro. Though. Like bro, it's enough. It's enough money out here for everybody. Dog. Exactly. Like, come on, man. And I look at it like, man, if your whole team eating, bro, you ain't gotta pay for too much or nothing. You know what I'm saying? If my whole team got got that paper for real, when we come together, shit, it's gonna look crazy. Not not just me being like just being the only one. I'm like, like damn, I that man. That's sixty thousand. How much they put? Oh, they ain't putting nothing towards it. Oh man, shit, man. <laughs> We're going to do 10000 I'm going to pocket the rest. 
know what I'm saying? Instead of your whole team, you know what I'm saying? It'd be four of y'all, six of y'all. Hey, bro, we, we got 30,000 apiece going to this right here to our trip, and we all going to do this. Mm. Nah, everybody good. You know, ain't nobody hurting. I ain't fronting everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything good, bro. They don't need me. While I'm, while I'm in the league or, I, or I'm doing my shows and all that shit, they take care of business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to be reaching out for I ain't got to worry about no money being gone. None of that. But in a sense, all I got to watch is my account. I ain't got to watch my friends stealing from me, potentially, or none of that. None of that. Because I done gave them all positions. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I didn't, oh, oh, you want you want this trucking business? Well, look, we're gonna make a down payment on this trucking business. I'm gonna I'm get you 20 trucks. I want this percentage every year for 10 years until I get my money back and a little bit more, and you can have it all. You know what I'm saying? Or we can go 50 50 and just keep it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. That's how it's supposed to go. I'll start your own uh, uh, real estate company like these other people do, you know, like the other side do, mm-hmm. and y'all go buy all this real estate up. I know, I know I'm in the league. I know I'm, I'm I'm big time rapping. I I I can't put my eyes and hands on anything, but I got a, I got a person that I know to never steal from me. You know what I'm saying? That I know, goddamn, he got my back. My my best. I, it, when he there, it's like I'm there too. But you don't want to put this man in position because you don't want him to do better than you. That's crazy. If you really think about, it, look at rap groups, look at podcast groups, look at like again, and this is no shots at nobody, but it's the reason all these groups break up. It's because, you know, hey, I mean, these my boys, but I, I need a little more money than they getting because I got this going, I got this going, so pay me more. Hey, I'm glad you said that because what, I'm, what I see in this podcast world and what, what we got to get better at, at doing, like what I see is people that got big, really big podcasts for real, getting these big money deals and all that, they already was famous. For you know what I'm saying? Already was famous. All every one of them. You can go look at it. All the ones that got the big money contracts and all these type of things. They already they was famous in their own right doing whatever they was doing, right? But the other podcasters like us and and uh uh uh, it's a bunch it's a bunch of names on my mind right now. But in our and on our level type thing, we don't work with each other enough. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't big each other up to get to get to that to 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 break that threshold because ain't none of us getting the the TV contracts the big contracts and all these type of things to do stuff these big big sponsor deal contracts only they getting that and they and they coming like a lot of us been in this shit goddamn five years goddamn ten years they coming off the couch in a month two months. I hate that shit too Cause You know what I'm saying Kev Six was, months Kev was just breaking The, the threshold on that mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying he just made that Prince on Atlanta Yeah like You know what I'm saying That shit was dope Cause normally He is the first one That wasn't famous From doing something else That looked like us That looked like us To make it through The threshold Yeah And he had just Finally busted the door He didn't even get To sit down in the motherfucker mm-hmm. He just busted the door open And now the door Closed again All these other YouTube stars That's not That doesn't look like us they get chances all the time. They get the chances all. Oh man, you can get the Spotify deal. We're gonna give you. We, ah, we gonna we gonna give you uh, half a million for the first season. We gonna see how I do. First two seasons, we gonna see how I do. You know what I'm saying? But us, we don't we don't, don't get none of that. Of Our side, we don't get none of that, don't bro. See too many. And that's crazy for us, bro. But see, you know what the, the irony of that is? Is that 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 mindset that that you have right now is the reason why a lot of us don't. Reach back when we get on. What? 
is because I feel like nobody helped me. Nobody gave me no handout. Nobody did nothing for me. I built all That's this crazy. on my own. So when yeah. I get in position, hell no, nah, I ain't helping. I ain't helping nothing. Ain't nobody helped me. Yeah. I ain't collabing with none of y'all. I'm I'm on now. And that's crazy. You know they'll, what I'm saying? Instead help of you take off straight up, because which which is what a, a, a lot of people don't understand. And you know that's why I gotta you know I gotta salute people like you know a Jr. and Lapeef and you know situations like that because he he literally built his own infrastructure there. So now everybody that's you know I didn't reached out to work with all these people, brought all these people into my infrastructure, and now if anybody blows, I blow, and we all lift at the same time up high. And it may not be, I may not be getting a million dollar deal, but you know, I, I got my channel generating a couple hundred bands a year. And then it's, it's steadily going up and I'm working my way up, working my way up. And eventually I'm going to get to the point to where I can, I can be that gatekeeper. And, 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 or I, or I'm going to get to that point to where I'm making just as much money as the niggas that signing these deals, but I got more control. Exactly. I got more, you know, mailbox money coming mm-hmm. in to me. Niggas ain't taking my rights. They ain't taking my trademarks. They ain't doing none of that mm-hmm. because I'm bringing in this big-ass fan base that I done built organically from the ground with everybody that I really rock with. And now, you know, we are we are forced to be reckoned with. It's just like in the, the music industry. You, you look at a Master P. You look at a Cash Money. You look at these people who built their labels from the ground, rap a lot, built their labels from the ground. And got and just built it to to a level to where you know again, what nobody trying to get no artists from the south no shot. They wasn't trying to sign southern artists to no Def Jam or no Atlantic back in the day. Niggas had to trunk you know trunk the trunk and and that's it. Mm-hmm. But when you making enough noise and you reaching out and you working with people on, on your level, if y'all can all be on the same page, y'all can build that shit together and get it to get it to a status of okay now when I come to that table just like Master P said y'all offering me what uh, 10 million dollars no I'm I don't I'm, I'm not taking that and Master P say shit I I I bet I had 10,000 in my pocket when I was in that meeting but I know the the units I'm moving hand in hand shit I'm moving 50,000 100,000 in the street and I'm and I'm getting all that money exactly you telling me you want to bring me in we might get sell 500 but you're going to take 60% no that 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 math don't math to me so again, y'all got to talk to me different when I'm at this table. But it comes from the fact that he took that time and energy to reach out to you know mystical, reach out to this person, fiend, and uh, Mia X, and all, and bring all them into this infrastructure and build it from the ground. But you know, working together to do it. And that's the thing. I don't think it's enough reaching out. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's I don't what think we got to change. Enough, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Collaborations on the like everybody looking to collaborate with the. With the big people that they giving the contracts right, with, right. that's what I'm saying. To, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Push the shit forward, which is cool. Right. I ain't knocking you because if you got that type of sway, you got that type of person to put you in that in that arena. Open the door, right? Goddamn me! But most most people, most most of us ain't got that. So you work with everybody else around. We all get we all get each other fans and gain fans and all that type of shit from other contents, other worlds. Then we can elevate. Oh. Yeah. The problem is We don't want to do that Unless they already up there And that's a star And like I just said Everybody that got them big shows And all that type of stuff All of them was already famous So if these ain't no people You can just DM and talk to Right right. You know what I'm saying Because they not asking They getting too many DMs Or they 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 think they Hollywood And all these type of things They think they still Hollywood Because they got a big day And rightfully so You got a big show And all these type of things but you was already famous for something. Or they was already famous for something. So they're not about to be hitting you back. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's what I think it needs to be. It needs to be more collaborations. You know what I'm saying? 
for somebody other than somebody that was already famous to push through the threshold and get us in the door mm-hmm. and then pull everybody else that they was working with behind them in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out here that I that I see, I'm starting to watch podcasts and shit. They got a lot of great content. Yeah. A lot of great content. It's just they don't have enough eyes and they die famous and all these type of things. Or they don't want to work with somebody else. They want to stay in their little cocoon of who they working with. You know what I'm saying? I think they need. I, I think we need to stop doing that. So I got one question. Um, so I would ask, how do we get past all of that? Because I feel also one part of it, like we said, outside of ego, one other part of it, I think people just don't trust each other. Because again, going back to what you said, people want to throw it back on them, or you know, I helped you do this, or you know, how people may even if you reach out to them, eventually they may want to take control of it or something because they have mm-hmm. a bigger platform, they had a bigger name. So how do we get over that, you know, sense of scared of being taken advantage of and just scared for people not being genuine? Because I think that's another key in being able to collaborate with people because so many people have been messed over before. Right. And I think of prime example like uh, Emmanuel Hudson. Mm-hmm. And I know, boy, uh, the spoken reason. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Asking all them questions. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be collaborating. Bro ain't had no money. He, but he flew him out there because mm-hmm. his YouTube channel at the time was, you know, taking off. They, you know, make this dope song together. And then he ended up dropping it before Emmanuel does. Don't even tell him about it. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't, didn't pocket all the money. Won't give him the bread back. So I think people are scared of situations like that, too, of, of happening to him. So like, how do we get, how do we get past that? Well, I, I think, you know, a lot of us need to start paying a lot more attention to our business instead of just to the creative process. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are skilled. A lot of us are talented and creative, and we just don't take the time to, okay, get my business in order. And that's why I got to salute, you know, to, you know, people like, like, a, you know, Jeff Demise and people like that who you will work with. And, you know, every time you do some work with him, he's sending you a contract to sign. First, I used to wonder, like, damn, why is he doing that? It's just, yeah, bro, it's just a handshake agreement, whatever, whatever. But because of what you just said, <laughs> If we do this situation and, you know, collab with somebody or whatever, and they just take all my footage and put the shit out and I don't really get, get to get nothing from it, that's my fault because my, my business wasn't in order. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what the, the issue is with a, a lot of us. If we're going to do a handshake agreement or something like that, then, you know, it, it need to it need to be verified that this person is solid. But if you don't know them and you just cold reaching out to somebody like, hey, man, let's work. It, we need to come in it with our, with our business and all. Hey, let's work. This is the plan. You're going to roll it out this date. I wrote it out that date. Or we shoot. Uh, you you know, you edit the footage, do what you're going to do. Send me the final version in, in uh, MP4 format so I can, you know, clip up and do what I need to do the same way. But it's a it's an agreement to how this, this shit is going to roll out after we get done. Mm-hmm. But most people don't do that. Niggas just be so hyped to just be working with them. All right, bro, whatever, man. Let's 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 go. Let's do it. And then you know, old time dude taking like you know, I'm about to I'm about to finesse this one, mm-hmm. but it's just you know because they happy to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, just we as we as black folks, you know, we need to pay, pay a little more attention to that you know business, man. And and that's why I tell people all the time they be so worried about a video going viral or a video doing numbers, but your business is not set up, your infrastructure is not set up. What good is a viral video is if you ain't got an LLC or if you ain't got your damn uh, logo trademarked. So if your video go crazy or something, people see the name, somebody can take your shit and monetize off your off your material because you ain't even got your business set up. That's real. So it, it's it, you know it, it's that man, and 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 again, just more solid people reaching out, and that's why you know I'm, I'm looking forward to this collab we got coming up tomorrow. I can't really announce it, but 
you know, Patreon is going, you know, going, going to learn real soon. It's up and coming. We're going to bless Hard, hard within the uh, city, man. So, you know, that's steps like that is what need to happen more. Hey, and another thing, man, one, one thing I got to say about, about, about this whole situation too, people are here this and just start reaching out and all these things. I don't want y'all to do that. Right. You got to realize like these podcasters, they got a lot of numbers like us putting up these numbers and all these type of things. They ain't just do that. Just coming off the couch with it. And six months later, the shit happened. You know what I'm saying? They've been putting years of work in, right? Man. And a lot of y'all want to duck the grind. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I done had people hit me up. You got you got 200 followers on YouTube and 100 followers on Instagram. Talk about you got a podcast. And that's fine. And you may be talking about some, some, some nice shit. You may be popping it the right way and all that type of shit. But you ain't got the following yet. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got the you ain't got the pillars or nothing to the building. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? You you ain't even poured the foundation of it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't duck the grind and you can't be mad at somebody, you know what I'm saying, that you're looking at you want to do work with and, you know what I'm saying, you see all these followers and then you reach out and they tell you no. You know what I'm saying? But they, and they not explaining nothing like, bro, like for real, these people been putting in years of work to get that type of following. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Years of consistency to get this type of numbers up and all these type of things. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, we don't even know if you want to really do this for real. You may be gone in six, eight months. Facts. Which is I was just about to say too. How about first before even doing a cold reach out? Sometimes try to establish a relationship first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that may help you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying a little bit. Like maybe right now, but yeah, you've been. You know, we've been having a conversation through DM or whatever. We've been. You know, I see you commenting or mm-hmm. I see you active and things like that. Like I see you showing love. So yeah, maybe I'll you know be more apt to. Reach out to you back or, or comment or something if I yeah. see you active with us. Because you might not even be familiar with the content like that. Mm-hmm. You see one post, oh, I want to work with them. Like sometimes, like you got to do a little research. Sometimes you got to develop a relationship because exactly. then you might get something off the love if you have a small channel. But just doing it just because, like, it don't always work that way. You can't duck the grind, bro. Yeah. You can sometimes finesse it. You can sometimes finesse it. Like yeah, he just said and all that type of stuff. You you got now reaching out and you know you commenting on certain things and hey somebody may one of us may have an eye and be like oh, okay we, we see this person okay they got a podcast let me see what they talking about and you may be talking about some stuff but you ain't got the follow we may want to work with you you know what I'm saying but as far as like you being mad that we don't work with you like come on bro like come on man like. And also, people got families and other things. Yeah, that they like, do too. like it's a lot of shit that come with people that do this shit. Man. We ain't we ain't retired just yet. <laughs> if y'all keep sharing this shit, though, we're gonna retire. But shit, not yet. So we that's, still, that's what still I got say, shit man, to do about our space, man. I see that a lot too. Like a lot of us trying to duck the grind. We just trying to skip all the other steps. That you know, what I'm saying, like, come on, you ain't got your LSC. You ain't got nothing about you. Your podcast done nothing. Come on, stop it. It's real, man. Well said. We went on a you know bit of a that was uh, tirade, <laughs> bit of a uh, <laughs> went off the rails. But it's all you know. It's all about information, pardon. man. Pardon. It's getting the quick hits, man. I I said something um, a couple a couple weeks back mm. um, that I that I promised myself I was gonna get on a part and we was gonna unpack it. Um, a, a bit further. So what you lot tweeting. about? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I I I said something like, um, you know, women pay way too much attention to capability instead of likelihood of realization. Okay. And you know, 
the irony is like a, a lot of women actually uh, agree with that. But uh, just to give just a quick, um, you know, context to what I meant by that is that, you know, men make decisions based on the information in front of us. Mm-hmm. Women make decisions based on, you know, what could potentially be. Um, and I feel like that gets them in a lot of trouble. As it's good on, on one end because you can be, you know, first to the party or you can catch somebody before they hit their, you know, ceiling, whatever. But it's a it's a gamble that more times than not doesn't necessarily work out. So so when y'all hear the statement like women pay too much attention to capability and potential, then they do the likelihood of realization. What 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 comes to mind? Do y'all agree with that? I do, as far as their relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that they, they, they'll do that with their degrees and all that type of stuff and be right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Take that type of fortitude to be like that foresight to be like, all right, this is what I'm going to be. And then they go walk that down. But as far as like in a relationship, like you can't force the other person to be something that you see them being. You know what I'm saying? If they not putting the work in, you can see, you can see whatever you want to see in this person. But if they not taking the steps, everything you see, baby, that's fairy tales. Facts. That's fairy tales. Because they will never be that. What you see now is what you're going to see 10 years from now. If they not taking the steps, that's going to be the same. Damn, I see you doing this. Damn, I see you doing this. Damn, I see you doing this. But they ain't putting no work in. That PlayStation smoking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it ain't no problem with the PlayStation smoking for two hours. But that bitch smoking for for twelve hours. He don't shift with it. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga working four on and four you know off. What I'm <laughs> he don't shift with it. Come on, baby. <laughs> That's just real. Nigga working four on. She be complaining about it. All right, baby, I'm gonna fall back and be back on it. Soon she soon she leave the house. Nigga ain't making a dime. <laughs> Putting in what? workforce she back hours. from the grocery store hey. <laughs> She trying to carry the case of water in He barely want to get the groceries oh, Hold on, hold on baby, hold on baby Nigga <laughs> <laughs> says she got a 24 pack on her Nigga <laughs> <laughs> ain't even thought about putting the controller down But yeah, like that's how women think about In their relationships, they, they see Like they see all this in the man potentially And all these type of things, bro And they'll believe, like he'll sweet talk And all that, and they'll believe that he Gonna put this work in and do all this shit To put y'all in position And he never do nothing but keep that Playstation smoking Or keep that Xbox smoking And you see, now They trick themselves into thinking He gonna get it together He gonna get it together Fast forward five years. Now you got a baby with him. He still got the PlayStation smoking for 12 hours. You still going to work, breaking your back. He may be having a side job cutting grass every so now and again. That nigga got a PS6, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you still like that. Now you now you thinking in your head, damn, I'm 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 think I'm trapped. Now, because you got this kid or you got two kids, because five years is a long time, and I know niggas that be on the game like that, they like fucking. <laughs> That's right. That's right. She don't want to start over. She don't want to start over. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. And she still see the potential in you. Mm. She still see. Because you know every now and then you show her. Every now and then you flash. That's a fact. You, you goddamn flash like nothing she ever seen. I told y'all he was gonna get it together, girl. And then he fall right back on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. 
That's what happens, you though. It's just a small taste of the dream. Yeah, and then saying? pull it from you. And, and that's what always happened. And that's what get them trapped in these five, ten-year relationships. You know what I'm saying? And now you thrown to the wolves. Now you back in hell. Now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you may be a great man. Hey, you may be a great woman, but now you are broken. You are broken. Because that next man... You're going to be like, oh, he got to be doing all this, 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 and that. And he may be doing all this and this and that. But you still, in your mind. Exactly. Yeah, you still questioning it anyway. You question it. Is this real? Mm -hmm. And that's bringing up arguments. That's bringing up stress to this man and all these type of things. Plus, now you got kids. So that's stressing him too. And now you single in the next two years after that. All because of this other situation that you was in five to ten years. So you let one man break you, then you destroyed another man. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's a cold yeah, game. Which brings about an interesting question: Oh, how do you think that they should move, considering everything that we just laid out? Like, do you just tuck that potential shit all the way out there? I ain't looking at that at all. Do they, do they move like us? Like, how do you protect yourself against that type of thing if you're a woman? Shit, it should almost be like an evaluation, like an assessment, like just like at the job. The facts. I mean, every mm. six to six months to a year, you know what I'm saying? Like really sit back one day and kind of think like, okay, the last six months, what what has he done to progress? How mm. has he helped us? Was there anything that, you know what I'm saying, we moved the needle alone, you know, by his leadership? Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, a lot of things like, like reassessing. That's key, by yep. his leadership. Yes. But continue. Cause, yeah. So just keep reassessing it because- you know, at times it'll be, you know, I'll take care of it later. I'll take, you know, we, we know men like that. Mm-hmm. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, it got to be, you know, one day that's when she put her foot down and say, hey, it's either now or never. Yeah. Or in this next couple of weeks or I'm, I'm out. And I think we just got to keep holding each other up to a high standard instead of just letting things fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it because they lean on, at least in these cases, they'll lean on it because of financially. Yeah. So he may not be doing everything that he needs to take care of her, but she still got a roof over her head. So it's like, you know, why am I complaining? Yeah. Just like us, whenever we, you know, in situations where we're not getting the the attention that that we would like, or she's not doing those small things that she used to do, you know, it's like, but it could be worse. She could be out here in the streets. She could be out here doing things. So you kind of start to accept things because it could be worse yeah. instead of knowing where it could be. So yeah, just you just stand on that potential, man, and. Knowing what they could do and their capabilities, like you said, like you can definitely get stuck because that person in the show flashes and you just hold on to that because, like, I knew you could do it. Now I just need you to consistently do it, but you'll hold on to it because it's like, okay, one day they're going to get that shit right. I think the business of them, of that covenant, you know what I'm saying, of relationships, period, like they need to be reevaluated every year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what have we done? You know what I'm saying? And at the top of the year or whenever y'all do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Every six months, where are we going? You know what I'm saying? How are we getting there? You get what I'm saying? And that needs to be discussed every year until you get to where you got. Now, once you hit your comfort level to where y'all at, where y'all want to be at, and y'all know that's where y'all want to be and shit, then all that is cool. Because now you living the life you want to live. Y'all got the money together. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got the family together. Y'all got the house. Y'all got the structure. Y'all got the timing down because timing is key. When both of y'all are making money, because when the women want to be independent, y'all want to be out here working and all these type of things, power to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So what comes with that and working with a man is going to be timing. 
It's gonna be because kids is gonna mess up your time. Your job messes with your time. You know, being for that man, you gotta realize he gotta be. He working. He a working man. He a dad. He a husband. He's all that twenty four hours a day. Twenty four hours a day, he's that. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of stress on this man. You know what I'm saying? Same for you. Same on the other side. You're a wife. You're a mother. And you work. So the most precious thing to y'all when y'all get that shit together is going to be time. But you got to mm-hmm. get there first. Mm-hmm. You got to get. And, and if both parties is not working to that, a, the party that's, that is working to that, you need to go find somebody suitable for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that fits the position that you need them to fit. Because if you don't, you're going to forever struggle. You're going to be forever complaining and all these type of things. You're going to have a failing household. No one wants that. Why would you set yourself up for failure with somebody you know not don't even want to put the work in? Fuck the potential. Fuck the potential. Holler at me in, in, in a year, then let me see where you at there. Hopefully, I don't get a man or a woman. Just depending on what side you're falling on. Which is the thing I think women need to stop Paying so much attention To shit about a man That just feels good to them And more attention To things that are Necessity You mm-hmm. know a lot of these Situations are not hard To analyze When you look at a man's Resume Like what what else Has he been consistent In in his life So you know again Capability and realization Those two totally Different things But if you're gonna You know base your decision On somebody based on Potential again The, the resume should match that mm-hmm. When he went to school Did he finish He had kids Did he take care of them he told you he was going to get this type of job. Did he get that type of job? Mm-hmm. Like, what Like what has he accomplished? What has he stated he was going to accomplish, and what has he accomplished? If he's done that a lot on his resume, then you can gamble on the potential. Mm-hmm. But most of these dudes that y'all gamble on are inconsistent in every other aspect of their life, too. And ain't even didn't, done none of that that you was just saying. Right. <laughs> ain't put one step forward. <laughs> so, you know, again, stop paying so much attention to what people say. Pay attention to what their resume say. Mm-hmm. And then you'll, you'll keep yourself out of them situations. But, you know, again, like I say, women have... Uh, a gift that turns out to be a curse to them in most times. They'll see potential. They'll see capabilities. And they'll be like, okay, I know you can get there, but with my push, I'll come in and I'll help you get to the spot. Mm-hmm. Like as a, as a, as a man, like if he has to depend on anybody else mm-hmm. for motivation to get to a spot, he's not ready to lead a relationship. Him, him being with you alone is the motivation, right? And I know I have to do X, Y, Z to keep this woman. The standard. Yeah. And and again, and, and even, you know, aside from that, my standard of living. I was just about to say that. For myself. Is, is what my motivation is. Mm-hmm. You know what for I'm saying? Now, now, again, my, my standard of living is high. So, you know, you being my woman, I want you to enjoy this as well. Mm-hmm. But even if you wasn't here, my lifestyle does not change. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm striving to live this way. Period. And I'm going to get there by any means necessary. And if you get in the way of that, you will be replaced. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, uh, again, women need to start paying attention to the, the right traits, not just what feels good. Mm-hmm. What has this man actually accomplished? Mm-hmm. Does he, he have work ethic? Right. And consistency more so than because anybody can do something one time. Anybody. But just like we were talking about day for day, podcasting, consistency, working, like showing up day for day. That's why, you know, you got to salute those men. You know, a lot of the, the older men, past generations that used to get looked down on because he was going to work. Niggas was, you know, glamorizing drug dealers and different things like that. Mm-hmm. This dude been going to work every day for 30 years. You know how hard that is? Mm. Compared to you being on the corner selling drugs for a, a year, you making all this money, then you go to jail, do 20. Like, it, th- this man have been, so in essence, this man really ended up making more money than you did. 
in terms of his 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 career and, and his run. Mm-hmm. But to to go to work every day for 30, 40 years and provide for your family and take care of your kids and make them PTA meetings and make them dance recitals and them football games and them baseball games, that's the consistency that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you can if you look at your man and you are unsure if he's gonna be able mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. that's not the man you need to be with. You're unsure that y'all business is is not going to be able to let both of y'all do that at some point. You don't need to be with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's really just like a, a, a job interview. You you, you got to think of it in those terms. Because you, you, are your, you are your company. This man come in with a blank resume. He's saying, yeah, I know my resume ain't got shit on it. But I can do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. Well, because I'm a nice guy. I'm like no other. I'm, no Joe, other. I'm Joe Swole in that I'm mother. the best one. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's real. If he come in there, you don't give a damn what he say. But I'm not about to make a hundred thousand dollar investment. You at that sheet like this. I don't see. <laughs> I mean, you ain't got a single credential to back it. You ain't got a degree. You ain't got no work history. You ain't got no nothing. Your resume is blank. You ain't got no certs, no nothing. And I'm supposed to just gamble and invest all my time because again, the person you spend the rest of your life with is the biggest investment you're gonna make. Mm-hmm. The biggest. So you got to deal with that. Accordingly, it's, it's just like buying a house. It's just like buying a car. You're not going to buy the first house you go into, or you're not going to buy a house that I can't walk through and investigate every single inch of this motherfucker before mm-hmm. I put my money in, my $20,000 down payment or whatever the case may be. No, I need to see every inch of this motherfucker, just like a car. If I'm about to make a $30,000, $40,000, dollars investment on a car, no, no, no. I need to drive that motherfucker. I need to get on the highway and speed with it. I need to see how it come around slow corners. I need to. I, I want to examine every aspect of this car. Let me look at the Carfax. Who drove it? Okay, one owner. How, how old was she? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was an old lady, so she wasn't driving too much. Like, you investigating every inch of this motherfucker okay. before I pay my money. You should deal and, and, and move and pick in your life partner the same way. Same, same way. way. Same way. Exact same way. Period. Um, but yeah, dope question, man. Uh, next one. Uh, do y'all feel like black men pay enough attention to our legacy? Who? That's a hell of a question. That is a hell of a question. That's loaded. Uh, attack it how you want to attack it. Man, I'm not even gonna get no no context. I'm I'm interested in seeing what comes to y'all mind when y'all when y'all. Yeah, we talking overall, right? Correct. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Damn. Cause I got like five thoughts. Uh, Damn, I don't. Do we pay attention to our legacy? Enough. Overall, as as men, men overall. Yep, and and matter of fact, okay, I'll give you a little bit of context in comparison to other races. Hell no, not comparing. Not, not we can't compare that. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, nah. And 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 why do you think that is? Man, I'm just man growing up in this black world and shit, man, and understanding most of us gonna come from poverty. Most of us in my generation, I don't know that like our our my son ain't growing up in poverty. Of course, y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? So just me being in my neighborhood, and in a sense, I am blind to the hood right now because I haven't been in the hood in a long time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Years. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So. To be honest with you, like like my generation, I, I like us being fathers. I can't tell you that, but us being children, our generation for real, for real, we ain't give a fuck about that. We ain't because we didn't see that. Exactly, we wasn't talked to about that. No coaching on that. None of that. No legacy. To what? You know what I'm saying? So hell nah. We nah. 
Because legacy is leaving something, it's, you know what I'm saying, building a family, tradition, you know what I'm saying, all that is legacy. You know, most of us ain't have traditions. Most black people you know do not have traditions. The the biggest tradition we, we got is somebody cooking something particular uh, particular way in the family. That's it. Oh, Thanksgiving or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It. That's about it. Like aside That's from national holidays, yeah. you ain't really know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't no really no, you know what I'm saying? Like tradition is, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh we got a we got a family of doctors or lawyers or you know what I'm saying, we got a family of people that's smart and do certain things, do different things out here. Everybody's successful yeah. and everybody goes get this goes to this school or they go to school and get a particular degree to handle they and we ain't never had none of that. It ain't enough of that, yeah. Okay. Like they challenging each other. Yeah. Like you see some families, you know, it's not many of us. But I've seen a few of us, but outside of that, like it's all the children going against each other. They going to this college, this college, yeah. rivals, talking shit. Yeah. But in a good way, in a positive way. Yeah. And in the neighborhood I, I'm in, I got a neighbor that's like that, you know, and they black, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, four kids, I think it was four of them. They all got uh, master's degrees, all do something different. They, you know what I'm saying? Like that's legacy. That's a, whoever they father was. That's legacy. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, like, I put my kids in the right places they needed to be. You get what I'm saying? I gave them the tools. Now, it's on your kids to exercise the will to go get all that and do everything they need to do. But you gave them the keys. You know what I'm saying? You gave them the car. They didn't have to worry about going to get the car. You know what I'm saying? You gave them the house. They didn't have to worry about building it from nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing we don't, we don't care about. Most of us are still first time buyers. Mm-hmm. How long have we been free? Yeah. That's it. And, 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 <laughs> you know, that, which is real. And, and that's, what, that's what immediately came to my mind is like you look at other cultures and again, their structure in, in the household. And I mean, down to the most minute detail. Like we eat dinner together mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. at this table every night. I don't give a damn what you got going. Be home by 6 30, we eating dinner at 7. We in church every Sunday, 10 o'clock. I don't care what you got going. I don't care what's going on. We go to church as a family. We can do whatever after that. Right. But at this time on this day, this is what we do. This is what we together. do together. Period. And, and, and this family, if you go to college, you're getting a degree in STEM. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't care nothing about none of that. You get your degree in STEM or I'm not paying for it. You're going to pay for it on your That's own. That's a fact. You know, different things like that. Like, and, and, and a lot of these other cultures, man, they are so, and, you know, Ingrained in that to where it's like if you go against the grain, they will disown you mm-hmm. from the family. That's shutting you mm-hmm. off. You will have to go do everything by yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Compared to like black people, we are the most accepting group of, of just mediocrity on earth. Mm-hmm. If our kids do some wild shit or go out there, he's selling drugs or whatever, we gonna we gonna support him. We we gonna ride with him. Have them pay bills in the house. Right. Chick, I dated her family, doctors, lawyers. She wanted to be a teacher. Her family badly helped out. Exactly. Because of that standard, but you know what I'm saying? Dead ass. I'm hey, dead the, ass hey, I swear to God, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I was talk, I talked to my wife about it. I'm like, bro, if my son grows up to, and wants to do anything that me or my wife is doing, I'm looking at it like I failed you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because in the position that you are growing up in, you're gonna be privy to things that I I have I I have no no clue to give you game on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't work this hard for you to be mediocre. And I guarantee you that's how her family doing looking at her. Mm-hmm. We ain't working this hard. This tradition ain't built like this for you to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. If you gonna choose to be mediocre, you're gonna choose it by yourself. Right. 
And that's how they looked at it. And that may be her passion. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Teacher, teacher may be, exactly. it may be your passion. Yep. But you're going to have to show me. Exactly. You're going to have to show. Because if she go do it and be successful at it, then they're going to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And be successful. Exactly. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Exactly. But you're going to have to show. You want to go off the grain? You got to show. And of course, they're still proud of you and everything. Of course. But yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they just have. I would be proud of my son. And I, and I ain't going to even lie to you. If he go, say he go be an operator, you know what I'm saying? But he he push up the charts and go and go be the plant manager. You got damn right I'm proud of you. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? But if you stay an operator, I'm looking at you like I failed you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you may be making 150 racks, but you grew up around it. Mm-hmm. That should be that should be petty money to you. Yep. That's the thing. All all we want to know, and all you know, families with that type of tradition want to know is that you're not ducking the grind. Exactly. Because that's what a lot of people do. Okay, the the standard is this. Uh, I don't know if I can reach that. I don't really feel like Ooh, working for that. So I'm gonna settle up under there. Say it too. Legacy is not ducking the grind. That's real. Living up to what, which is another thing, the traditions. Like you just spoke about, a lot of black people are missing tradition. Yes, we don't have legacy to pass down because a lot of our dads wasn't in the house. So we out here creating the legacy from from thin air. We trying to create it from thin air. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 hard to have that type of appreciation. It's like we say all the time, growing up, especially as a black man, we are taught to be snipers. We are not taught to the importance of a relationship and the the, the real reason for marriage is resources, mm-hmm. as other cultures do it. That's why other cultures prepare their kids to go out and find mates mm-hmm. to continue this legacy of resources. But we are taught to go out there and just smash holes. To get popular or to get popularity and, and be you know, social and shit like that. I'm so, thinking about what you just said. Oh, mm-hmm. if something happened in their family with all them doctors and all that type of stuff, if something happened to one of them, like they got, especially if it's financial or something, mm-hmm. the whole Everybody. family, you know what I'm saying? Bro. Yeah, bro. We got enough money the way you don't even feel it. Fam. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. enough resources to where, hey, we can bring you in right here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you nothing. It's light work. It. It's light work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I feel like a lot of the other side have. All other sides. They have that type of, you know what I'm saying, like conglomerate of, of family members that's in this tree of, hey, we all doing this. And, and and they may be doing different things. They may be doing different things. Or mm-hmm. they may be like, like that household. Mm-hmm. They all doctors and all that. Mm-hmm. But we all getting some bread. We all got getting these resources. And if something happened to one of us, like an old parent or, you know, somebody lose their job or somebody getting the wreck and they can't work for a year, we got you. Right. It ain't no hiccup. It ain't no arguing. We got enough money to die. And the, the reason being is because it's pride in that mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that's missing. Yep. Like when you hear Rockefeller, you hear Walton, mm. you hear Bezos. Like it's pride in that name. So mm. anybody coming from that lineage feels pressure to live up to that name. Black folks don't have that. Who, who's that lineage coming from? The man. Yeah. Oh, which is, oh, which oh, is yeah, what yeah. we missing. Exactly. And oh, which is the main factor right there. Yeah. So I, the main factor. So so I think how we change that is. We got to start with the men, going by what you just said. Like, we got to raise our boys to understand the importance of a relationship. We not, But we don't teach that. We teach them to go out here and just have fun, go to college, and then, you know, you start thinking about marriage, you get a little closer to 30. But, again, a lot of these other cultures are, you know, they are out actively searching for mates that not only they are attracted to and that make them feel good and whatever, but somebody that's going to fit into this legacy that I'm trying to continue. And they find their mates while they're young. Right. Bro, when I be downtown right. Houston, bro, it'd be a lot of them young couples mm-hmm. living in them them nice, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Them things. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. But they be the other mm-hmm. color, baby. And that and which is another thing, the financial literacy aspect of this thing. Mm-hmm. That needs to be the importance of that needs to be implemented early. I know 16, 17 year old white kids, they got three, four hundred thousand dollars in crypto and stock already. And that's based on they work. They didn't just get handed that. But because at a young age, I'm teaching my kid, hey, this is the importance of money. This is financial literacy. You need to invest over here. We got a trust fund set up for you over here. Mm-hmm. This, that, and the third. Like they are cognizant of money. Black folks, not so much. We growing up in a house that's living check to check. So it's like, you Can't know, I, I didn't, no, nah, I didn't pay all my bills. I got $300 left to get me through the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, how can you think about stuff like that when you got that? So that's why I feel like our generation needs to be very, very, you know, um, important in, in, in changing that aspect. We the, we the first ones that got breathing room like that. So with that breathing room, we need to pass down to our kids, hey, the importance of money, be financially literate, this, that, and the third, the stuff that they're not teaching you in regular school. So I feel like one, if you teach your kid, for one, the, the men, this is what I'm, I'm talking to the men. Straight up. The importance of a relationship, the importance of financial literacy, and the importance of, of upholding this name that I done broke my fucking back to create, then mindset a shift. We, you have a lot less dudes out here just moving willy-nilly, hitting whatever, starting baby mama, all kind of baby mamas running around. No, 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 because you you being with me is important mm-hmm. because I, I'm, I'm coming from lineage and I'm trying to continue. I ain't just hitting any chick. No, she needs to be of a certain stature to even talk to me. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset that we need to ingrain in boys, and if we do that, then we're going to see a shift in terms of the importance of legacy in our community. So yeah. I got I got one thing to add to that too. So as far as the legacy, mm-hmm. thinking about that, I'm gonna say, do we think about it enough? No. But I think all men, well, I'm gonna say all most men think they are leaving a legacy. And but the problem is, is the legacy is in the wrong places. Your yeah. legacy is how many holes did you hit when you was, you know, you got 40, 50 years old, 60 years old. Yeah. Talking about the women they used to have in high school, college. You know, they think that's a legacy. They think playing ball in high school and you went to the state game. I went to the playoffs a couple of times. Like, niggas be six years old just talking about the same shit over right. and over and over. That's a fact. So I think a lot of times the legacy is is pointing in the wrong direction. It's not long term. It's not big goals. Yeah. It's just basic, basic level shit. And I think that's a mindset that we have to get out of because the legacy is deeper than something like that. Right. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, hell of a question, man. We're going to get in the advice column. Hard guards. All right, man. This is from Lamar, Patreon member. It's cracking. All right. Uh, hey, crew. My name is Lamar. Been a minute since I typed something in, but I have a few questions. One is how do you feel uh, when you ha- when having your kid? Uh, also, whenever you guys do, like, call in, I would love to share my story and, and get advice from you guys. If y'all do, I'll be happy to send my number. So his question is, how do you feel when... Having your kid, I'm, I guess. How did you feel when having your kid? Smooth I was excited. Out. I can't even lie to you, bro. I was excited. You know what I'm saying? I just did, I didn't know what fatherhood was gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? But I was excited to have my son and actually be a father and do everything the right way. You know what I'm saying? And when I say do everything the right way, uh, marriage, crib, kid. In my terms, that's the right way to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I did everything that way. So, And I'm glad I, I did do it that way. Like actually thinking 
in the, in the terms of being a husband, being married, being a father, and all these type of things. That's the way I wanted to do it. That's the structure I wanted to fall under. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the structure I wanted to to guide and lead. That's the you know what I'm saying. That's the structure I wanted to set. And I'm I'm so happy I did it that way. But I was I was I was, I was bouncing off the wall when my son was born. I can't even lie to you. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a it's a exciting situation. No, but it's also a situation where you look at it and it's like, okay, I got to, like, really step my shit up. Mm-hmm. I got to really, like, get, get myself together and calculate my steps and be a little more strategic in how I'm moving. I don't, you know, I got way more to lose now. Mm-hmm. I can't just be out here responding based on emotions no more. I can't be, you know, so worried about being, you know, tough no more. Just, just small, just petty things that a lot of us are kind of, you know, taught to be growing up. I got to let a lot of that go because I'm not living for me no more. I'm living for them. I'm trying to set them up, put them in position to where, you know, they can, like, really, really succeed in life. So that that was my immediate thoughts. All of that hit me at one time. It was kind of kind of overwhelming, um, if I'm be honest. But I, I was I was definitely excited um, for sure. And I'm just like, wow, like, I wonder, like, you know, what's she going to look like or, like, what her personality going to be. Like, all of that. You get to thinking, like, what's she going to take from me? What's she going to take from my mom? Like, all of that. So, um, but, yeah, just, you know, the, the overwhelming feeling of, know a sense of responsibility um and just tighten tightening up the ship so yeah that'll, that'll be my response you gotta um, pay attention because them kids are like parrots man <laughs> man they will mimic every damn thing you say you do mm-hmm. i gotta be yeah. careful doing it, especially at a young age yeah my they son super impressionable on, on yeah. everything <laughs> that's a fact so little certain things like you know what I'm saying like I can't touch my wife in a certain way like I, you know what I'm saying like you would if it's just y'all two and all these type of things like you can't say certain things you know what I'm saying like I can see my son picking up on my body language mm-hmm. right? you know what I'm saying like all that type of stuff so it, it, it's fun to see <laughs> but you know what I'm saying like I have to be aware now like like what can I show you and what I can't show you right, right. Now. like those type of things yeah hell of a question bro next one is from Nia Patreon member. Alright, uh, she said, hey, I love y'all's podcast. Like, love y'all shit. Uh, it's <laughs> put me on so it. much game on how men think and how y'all do not uh, think like us. And once I realized that, my whole way of thinking about dating, sex, and all that changed for the better. See, I stayed putting people on to you kings, even my parents. Uh, he said, I listen that, man. every MF week <laughs> and be madder than the bitch when y'all be skipping out on us so Kenny ain't there. <laughs> well, he ain't here again. <laughs> we came to the table with that contract. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. But uh, I heard what y'all, uh, y'all and you specifically had to say about Russell being a square and whatnot. And just wanted to know what y'all think about this comment. Uh, he said, I fucking love y'all. Uh, and could not agree more. Uh, don't be sliding my shit to the back of the line of DMs you get either. I'm like uh, Ali, him and his long-ass questions, paying $20 a month, but I pay my little $5 for Patreon, so don't be dissing me. <laughs> Anyways, have a fabulous day to you and the whole crew. Uh, y'all really doing it out here for black people, and we need more of that. Keep it up. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, so let me see the tweet. Hopefully it's still... Oh, there it is. Uh, black man's public image needs to be repaired. Because I don't think there's another community culture in the world where a man like Russell Wilson would be considered a lame or corny. Facts. Facts. I do agree with that. Because they don't do that in no other race genre of people, bro. They only do it 
to us and we do it to our damn self. Yep. I'm a slightly disagree. Matter of fact, he would be looked at as powerful if he was white. I'm a slightly disagree. I what? think still there's still a realm similar to that in other races. Too nerdy, too geeky, too squarish, too per like perfect. We too, bro, too cookie, we talking. I say cookie cutter. It's, yeah, it's, but women don't Russell like Wilson. women don't like cookie cutter. No, 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 no. You're not hearing me. We talking Russell Wilson. Been good at everything he's ever played. Everything he's ever played. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We talking baseball and football, quarterback and mm-hmm. pitcher. Mm-hmm. You name me one white boy, you know that the started quarterback and started pitcher that they thought was corny, no matter how smart he was. I don't follow the culture. Tom like Brady. That. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady has. That was a white man. Tom Brady has a little personality. Tom, Tom Brady, they don't consider Tom Brady is smart. But even they don't then, him a even square. then, he was the leader of his team. But they don't consider even him when a he square. was at Michigan, they thought he was the man. I bet money he was the man on campus but at when, Michigan. When he first came out, what? how'd they feel about him? Huh? When he what? first came out, when he first came to Michigan, they they didn't feel that type. When he was in high school, when he was in high school, you better believe that high school team thought that way about him. When he was leading them, I feel I know. You but know see, what I'm saying? But see, even even Tom Brady. You know who is considered corny, but he's also considered a killer as well. Russell Wilson, not so much. Russell Wilson seen as a nice guy. Like he gonna be throwing passes in the game. He get hit up. He gonna help the defender up. Pat him on the ass. Like he's just a nice guy. Tom Brady on the field, like off the field, he's very very you know geeky and nerdy and corny. But on the field, he's he a killer. He he, he gonna talk shit to you. Mm-hmm. He yelling in your face like he ain't helping no defense. Like get off me, don't touch me. Like all of that. He he ruthless on the field. So again, I feel like that's the that's the yeah. separation. And that ain't the separate because in they realm and all they other realms and every other culture that we know, when you are like that, when you when when you are a man, you are defined on what have you accomplished, not mm-hmm. how how popular you are. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about. I agree with how that. popular you are. I agree with mm-hmm. that. What have you accomplished? You know what I'm saying? They still gonna That's get how married. they get their respect. They still going to get married and they still going to have a family. But They're going to have a top-notch family. They're going to marry the baddest chick that they can get in that, in, in, you know what I'm saying, that, that's in that realm that's around them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And she going to be loyal. She going to, you know what I'm saying? She going to understand. Nope. nope. You know, she she nope. may not be loyal. She may not be loyal. She she right. I know, may, too, she may, may, I know too many of them. She may not be loyal. But if she a... Like, that's if what we talk, If we talking white and black, right? Or if we talking... Other races And they only want to date their race They gonna be The other side They are loyal No they not If they only want to date their race No they not Which you mean loyal to the race Yes Yeah to their race Loyal to the relationship No 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 no. I'm talking to their race Yeah 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 yeah. I'm talking to their race Loyal to the race You get what I'm saying Yes So I'm like come on bro They are right And other And other If he he was white bro You know what I'm saying Knowing what we know about him Even if he he never played Like oh Never uh, went to the Like not never went But if, if If he was just drafted To the NFL We all know he was Really good in baseball He got drafted there Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying and, and he just got drafted To the Seahawks If that was the case Right then and there He was a white dude He would be powerful In a, in a round He would be super He wouldn't be no nerd No geeky nothing now, He would be sitting down With with, uh, with J.P. Morgans And all these people He would be sitting down With these people Like all the rest of them do Peyton Manning Tony Romo's All the rest of them but They are still- not seen as squares They nice guys they nice guys, smart, hella smart, and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But but they got money and they are good at what they do. 
really good at what they do. It's still like certain. I don't know. Like women want some type of way. They want you to still be. They want to. They want to feel protected. They want to feel like they have a man. So whether that's like a little bit of aggression, they want to see a little bit of tough guy. They want to see like somewhere something. That I don't to think make the other side want to do that because how they compete. They, they you. It's the same. You, it's the you same punch way. one of them. You punch one of them right. Yeah, you may show and you you can beat their ass right there. You can you can do whatever you're gonna do to them. Show that you in a sense more man than them. Right. They take your ass to court and take your whole life and have your ass working that hoochie burger. <laughs> Who was really more powerful? Who's really more man? I feel that, but I'm saying the image. I get what you're saying. You're going off on a different angle, but I'm saying the image. But that's the how they are looked itself. at. They are not looked at, you know what I'm saying, physically wise. They are looked at, how smart are you? How strategic are you? That's how they are. That's how they become leaders of their family. For real, for real. Look at all the smartest people in the world. Not even smarter people, but all the billionaires we got in the world and all the big, big millionaires. These people, these white people ain't big time swole. It look like they oh, can't yeah. hurt a fly. Yeah, but I'm, But I'm, you better believe when they walk in that room, everybody know who they is. Everybody got, everybody like this in there like, hey, boy, we, we got that boy in here. That's how they are perceived. Here's a, here's a question. Smooth, do you feel like somebody can, can have money and be lame? Hmm. And, and on our side, mm, what type of money are we talking? Big money. No, I'm gonna say no. Can money and be like, yes, you can. I'm gonna say my, no. Hell it's yeah. cow. I'm gonna say big no. cap, big blue cap on you. Re- real, cow. real money. So where you can go do anything. Lame. Even okay, oh, we, we, we ain't even got to go to millionaire. Can, can somebody be making three hundred thousand? Be lame. Yes. And what ram? Like, all right, look, look, look. See, like, yeah. You know no, what lame is. No, 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 no. You know what lame no, 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 is. No, no, no. I know what lame is. I know what lame is. I know what, I know what excuse me. I know what lame is, right? But is is he just lame with the women? Or is he lame with all aspects of his life? Oh, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel like you trying, you trying to, you trying to dance. Cause no, 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 you can dance it, though. Hey, no, you can be lame with women. You can, you can be lame with women. Yes, but you can be ferocious in your life. Yeah, but you, you can be lame with with regular men too. We didn't, we didn't all been in a, been in. We all know a lame that then came up on some money, maybe because his people got money or something like that. But he's still a lame. Like like money do, doesn't change that, but but in okay. the essence, I, 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 I you know I what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's I was, like, okay, yeah, I would change my answer and say yeah, yeah, but yeah. but you know, so 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 with that is is possible is essentially what I'm saying. But I'm a, I'm gonna go in another direction because I I feel like this this question speaks to a bigger issue within the uh, black black community. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know black people put too much stock in ignorance. Yes, and I feel like that's what the main issue is, and and that's why. You know our, our image is the way it is Like literally If You know A dude not out here Toxic Or Committing crimes Or Doing whatever the case may be Then he'll be He looked at as a As a square mm-hmm. This dude could be going to work Every day Taking care of his family Whatever whatever But he ain't never You know Participated in no tough activity Or no You know Illegal activity Or whatever And dudes will look at him Like a square Compared to in the white community You looked at as a stand up guy mm-hmm. For doing that But like black people are fascinated with ignorance. Like if we know somebody is super tough, somebody go, oh, he can fight real good, or he killed five people, or this, that, and the third. When he walk in the room, he gets respect for that amongst black folks. But with, if a white dude 
got a reputation for murdering people or for, you know, messing up the community. When he walk in the room, he's looked down on for that. So, you know, I, I think that that c- contributes to the black image. So when we looking at, we comparing the future and we comparing a Russell Wilson, future will get more respect. And he got nine baby mamas and he mm. done sold drugs and he done been all, in all kind of trouble, whatever the case may be. He'll get more respect than a Russell Wilson who That's ain't never been in trouble, stand-up guy, great family man, took care of like all that. But future get more respect. That's the problem with the male black image. I think, yeah, and we do that. Right. Because to the world, Russell Wilson would get more respect. Right. Mm-hmm. But in our community. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. But in our community, we are we are fascinated with that. What What's the most watched videos? Fights, shootings, different things like that. Who get the most respect? The Big Meaches, the 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 uh, Frank Lucases, the Nicky Bond. Like, people that done been in illegal activity. Or unless you're just playing ball or something. Like, or you're an athlete. Or a rapper, but even even the rappers we like. Look at the rappers. Who the who the like, you know, like. Well, I don't want to say the most successful. I mean, aside, take Drake, J Cole, and them out of that. Who is the most listened to rappers on the radio? The toxic ones. The toxic ones. The futures. The ESTGs. The Pooh Sixes. The Lil Durks. The these people is talking about shooting and murdering people. They ain't song. Mm-hmm. But these is the ones that we get the most, you know, respect to. You get, but you got a, a rapper. You know, I'm just thinking of a random somebody off the top of my head, like Jack Harlow or, or Wale or somebody like that. And they look down on them. Oh, he ain't, man, he ain't talking about nothing. He ain't whatever, whatever. But so, so again, I feel like all of that plays into the black image. And not only that, it, it puts pressure on black men to be ignorant. Because at the end of the day, every, everybody but wants to be accepted. That's, and that's the fucked up part. Instead of us just having our own mind... Going against the grain, knowing what's right, you're doing what, like you said, what will be accepted. Everybody it's, wants it's to be easier. Accepted. It's easier to go that route, to be toxic, to be ain't shit, to talk about drugs or selling drugs, killing and shooting, da da da, because you know that's what's mm-hmm. gonna sell. Yeah. You know that's what's gonna appeal to the people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now you got that shit trickling into other cultures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so now that's that's the only way they're looking at us because that's all we preaching. Shooting and killing and fighting and and ho hoes this and hoes that and bitches and bitches take niggas money and this. like that's what's selling right now and that's what's taking over our culture. That's real. So if you got you know a rapper come out and he rapping about being in a happy marriage and being a great father, man, whatever, that you look at him like man, you don't get that shit up out of here. And and again, rap is the biggest music genre in the world. So what does that say about us and the type of behavior that we encourage? That's why the black image is the way it is. It's going to take some some kind of turning around, but that's real. That's crazy. Think about it. Which which people in in the in the neighborhood get the most respect? That's for real. Unless you until you in a different neighborhood, and now that man that's a lawyer or a doctor, now you want to compete against them. But if you don't know that, all you know is what you see, right? So you know that that has to change. We got to start, you know, encouraging positivity. We got to start encouraging being a great man to your woman, stuff like that. Like being a great man, period. Yeah, just being a great mm-hmm. man, period. And these are things that that we don't necessarily encourage. It's like we talk about growing up. Men are not encouraged to be in relationships. We not encourage. Like you don't pat a nigga on the back. Hey man, I just want to let you know that you are you are you are you are you a great husband, bro. You a sucker. You That's are, what you are. You are you are a great boyfriend, bro. I just want to commend you on, on on how well that you take care of your woman, bro. You don't get that. How, how the, have you ever heard the, that come from? You, you get that is like you a anniversary. lover boy. You a lover boy. Like we get it, but it be anniversary. It be the day you propose to her, 
and it'd be the day you marry him. Them three days. But and matter of fact, two of them days go away permanently. So it's really one day. Yeah. Compared to if you got a dude that, that got a lot of holes, how many compliments he gonna get throughout the, the year? The, the dude that in the what club. What holes? Hey, hey, the dude in the club that barely know him, but see him with a lot. Hey, boy. I see you. Hey, boy. <laughs> That's real. Every time I see you, got a different bad one on your own. That's real. So, you know, all those things factor into why the black image is the way it is, and we got to change that. That's crazy. Which also means these women need to hold their standards up, too. Huh? Ooh, that's a different conversation. Yeah, if y'all had y'all standards up, that's it would be so easy to do it. But it's both sides. It's still both sides. Yeah. <laughs> still both sides. That's true. <laughs> all right, man. We'll next one. Right <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down. Uh, next one is from Leah, Patreon member. Says, hey, crew season. I've been trying to figure out how to deal with this issue I'm having for a minute now. So I met my current friend group in college, but there's one girl in the group that I had a falling out with while in school. Long story short, an untrue rumor got around to her that I was talking about her behind her back. Mm. And even though I confronted it face to face to explain that it was completely untrue, she basically started raising her voice at me, called me a toxic person in addition to, you know, all these other names and said that she never wanted to be friends with me again. I tried to resolve it and be the bigger person. But once she started insulting me to my face, I said, fine. And decided to leave it alone. A week later, she's waving at me around school and smiling like nothing happened. But I assure you that I didn't forget a word that she said. Mm. So I naturally start giving her the cold shoulder. Since she is friends with my friends, she's always around at our group functions. Even though I told my other friends what happened and how I felt about her as a person. They keep inviting her to be there. Mm. Since my friends are terrible at sticking to plans, I didn't want to just stop going because I didn't want to miss out. And it didn't make sense to remove myself because of just one girl that I didn't like being around. Mm -hmm. So I would just go anyways. Spend time with the people I'm cool with. But as we've gotten older, now there are more vacations and trips involved as a group, and I really don't want to keep spending time with someone I don't like. How should I approach this situation? Is it too late to set boundaries now because I didn't set boundaries from the beginning? Are my friends the ones in the wrong for continuing to invite our places? Should I address it head on, uh, just drop the situation as a whole, or do you have other advice? I know Trill AC said in an earlier episode that if he knows that someone he doesn't like will be at the function, then he's not going. Simple and plain, in quotes. <laughs> I did say simple and plain. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, oh. Context uh, It's been three years Since the friendship Fallout with this person Thanks crew Let me know what uh, You think I should do This also made me think Of another uh, Completely unrelated question Do you think that men Have a stronger sense of loyalty To their male friends Than female partners In straight relationships I feel like some men Would cheat in a heartbeat But would never think To cross their guy friend Okay So let's, let's address The let's first the one first, first. One, Yeah. Um, how should she move In this situation Three years in All the, all the rest of her friends Keep inviting the girl there she getting tired of it. How should she move? So look, that mean all y'all was friends. Your friends was her friends and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Her friends was your friends. If you don't fuck with the person, you just don't fuck with them. You ain't got to speak with them. You ain't got to speak to them. Just keep it pushing. It shouldn't bother you whether whether she there or not. You know what I'm saying? But because that is your... Now, if that, if that was just your friends from the start... And they was never cool with her That's totally different Right You can expect some type of Different type of loyalty But they they owe loyalty To both of y'all True You know what I'm saying And that's what they've been doing It ain't like they shunned off One party You know what I'm saying So obviously they love Both of y'all the same You know what I'm saying So either You gonna have to Talk to this woman That you got That, that, that you Still have a low key problem with That you ain't grew up from yet you know what I'm saying? To stop being petty because you're going to be around this person. As long as they your friends, you're going to be around this person. So that's something y'all need to, you know what I'm saying, talk about. Or 
If you just feel like it's too far removed and you know what I'm saying, you like fuck it, then you ain't gotta speak to that person ever. You know what I'm saying? Like leave it how it is. It shouldn't bother you at all. And that's how I feel you should handle it. I mean, um I'm I'm a whole lot different um than a lot of people. I mean, that wouldn't bother me, but that's just me. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to give somebody advice about that particular situation. But if you're uncomfortable, then, yeah, avoid that situation at all costs when you can. But, I mean, if you have other friends there, I mean, you don't want to not spend time with those friends just because of one person. If that person isn't being disrespectful or anything like that, like, I don't see nothing wrong with still being in the same vicinity. You ain't got to kick it with them like that no more. Like, that's all good. But I do understand it does create an uncomfortable you know, uncomfortable environment and mm-hmm. it could be a little awkward. So it don't, you can't just really let your head down and be super free. So I get that. But in the, if, if you're not bothered by it, you can still have that same fun. They just, that person just, you know, is just there. You still don't change. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Waver or anything like that. Continue to be who you are. Have a good time. Like, and that's all you can do. Really. You can't do much. Right. It's either don't be around them or you're going to be around them. I mean, one of the two. Because something's going to sacrifice. You're either going to spend less time with your friends or try to spend time with them outside of that. And that's going to make eventually create a rift because somebody going to want to get y'all back together or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's tricky. Me personally, I'm still going to be around my people. I'm not going to cause no scene because I'll be mature about it. And I'm going to just keep it cordial. I'm still enjoy my people, have a good time, keep it pushing. Well, I mean, you already you already know my my answer to that situation. But um, if I had to put myself in your shoes, it sounds to me like like you ain't trying to change friend groups or nothing like that. And you know, you would like to come around and for things to be cool. And I think the only way that that can happen is if you and that girl just literally have a conversation, like a real conversation. And it sounds to me like y'all ain't really had that. Like she went off on you, and that was it. And you took that person or whatever. And then you know, at the end of the day, she she might have not even felt. Like, she may not even know how you really feel about it. She may feel like, okay, that was just something that happened. We didn't got past it. Mm-hmm. But you still holding on to that. So I feel like the only way to know or to let her know is it pull her to the side and say, hey, look, man, I know this shit happened three years ago, but I still ain't really got over how you, how you talked to me that time. And, you know, we, we, need to, we need to get to the bottom of that. We need to address that if we're going to continue to be in the same circles or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and to be honest, I think that's what, um, you know, the difference between men and women are. Like, men, if we got issues with each other, Dudes are literally throw hands with each other. Like, hey, bro, we need to we need to get this all off our chest or whatever the case may be. Let's go outside, go to the back room, five minutes, do what we got to do, and then after that, we get we can let it die, right there. You know what I'm saying? If if we can't talk it out, um, but you know, in in in, in your situation, I think I, I really think this can be fixed with a with a conversation because words is words. Now, if she done snaked you. Or did something, you know, that's like foundationally jeopardizing to what your morals are, then that's something different. But, you know, people get mad at each other all the time and cuss each other out. We done cussed each other out before. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, at that... Punch at this, Love yeah, your team! <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, at the at, at the end of the day, you know, when the, when the friendship is real, y'all always find a way to come back around and chop it up and be like, look, man, this is how I felt about the shit or whatever. And look, and you... And a lot of times, like I said, the other person may not even know how, how you took it. So they'll be like, well, damn, bro, I ain't, I ain't know you took it like that. I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. This is what really happened. This is what I really meant. You know what I'm saying? And it could be solved that way. 
But if you just move around like it's just uh, all right, you know, I ain't tripping on it, but you really are. You ain't doing nobody a disservice but yourself. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, that's how we handle it. Pull that girl to the side, man, and have a grown conversation. Now, wherever it go from there, if you get loud and y'all got to throw hands, and that's just what y'all got to do. But at least y'all on the same page, and everybody's on the same page as far as what this is. Yeah. So now your your friends can move a little bit more strategic in how they plan and shit, or whatever, whatever, whatever got to happen. But everything will be on the table. And I feel like, you know, if, if y'all grown, you know, you got to put everything on, on the table. Just let the chips fall where they may. Hey, yeah. and one last thing that, that I would tell you about that, if it was me and we threw hands and I lost, we got to fight to our win. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way this shit going to work. I got to get one. I got to get, get one in, yeah. If I lose again, I need another one. <laughs> I'm gonna get some kind of dub. Yeah, I man. I gotta bruise your face or yeah, something. Sorry, I gotta look like it was close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's just the pettiness in me. That's real. And you may not be like that. That's real. Um, and then her, her next question is Do you think that men have a stronger sense of loyalty to their male friends than their female partner in a relationship? She says that, you know, uh, she feel like some men would cheat in a heartbeat, but would never think to cross their guy friends. Well, look, look. I, I hate when I hear this with women, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to be real about this shit, right? Like, a woman or a man, either either party, either side, you can wake up one day and your life would be great. Your life would be good. Your life would be terrible, no matter what position you're in. And you could just be like, man, I don't love this person no more. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But with, with real friends... Everybody know when you got a real friend. You right? ain't just wake up and be like, you ain't waking up doing that. We ain't cool no more. Like these are like your real, real, real friends are people that's gonna put you in the ground, and vice versa. You're gonna put them in the ground. You get what I'm saying? So in, in men, we are loyal to that type of thing. Like like first, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Now if we have a great woman that's a goddamn. We know uh, uh, go above and beyond and all these type of things. Men will be more reluctant to cheat on this woman. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, and 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 be disloyal to this woman. But men, in the sense for real, are more loyal to their friends. You know what I'm saying? Because money, for the most and, part, yeah, my money and stature is not keeping you friends with me, right? right. You know what I'm saying? I was with you when you literally had nothing. You know what I'm saying? But or, or we with, had nothing together. Exactly. Exactly. But with most women, the things that a man can do for you is what's keeping you there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because most women will be out if this man loses his job and he fall from grace. Or this man be like, look, I'm tired of this job. I'm quitting. You know what I'm saying? We're going to downsize and do this type of stuff and all that. Most women going to say, I didn't sign up for this, and they're going to leave. It's a fact. Your friends are not leaving you if you do that. Your friends are not going to be judgmental. Exactly. They're going to ask you, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Actually, actually, your mind frame, and once you give them that, give them the spiel, they riding with you. Regardless of the decision, regardless of what's going on, your friends are riding with you. So that's the thing about men. Yeah. That a lot of women just don't understand that. And y'all don't understand that for real. Women are, a lot of women become friends for shallow reasons in the first place. Yeah, Talk true. about that. Women yeah, will be true. friends with somebody just because they pretty. That's it. That's true. Literally. You have no substance behind your friendship. So 
when things get tough or somebody do something janky or conniving or something, it's easy for you to just, you know, and we know too many people that got a group of friends one month and then nobody around them next month. Now they friends with another group. It's like, damn, when did y'all know each other? Right. Like you hop, just, just hop in circles. Like men not doing that, mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> At all. We're getting Majority set of men not doing that. You know, we got yep. the set group for years. Yeah. For years. And it's, it's not like that on the other side. And, and I always, like, it's, it's always funny because women are really jealous of men's relationships with each other. Definitely. Definitely. Because they kind of want that type of love and support, but you're not creating that type of environment for them to do that. That's the thing, man. And, and then we challenging each other. Us men, we challenge each other. Yeah, hold each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to go be great and all these type of things. And whatever the hell they doing, they made me criminals and all these type of things. I'm challenging, I'm challenging you to be more criminal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Men challenge each other, especially if they are great friends. You know what I'm saying? We counsel each other. Hey, you fucking up, my boy. I'm riding with you over here, but over here, hey, bro, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? A lot of women don't do that. That's that's it right there. The yeah. the, the, the holding each other accountable mm-hmm. piece. Like women will literally encourage their girl to do some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Or if some if some bullshit happens within her relationship, oh girl, it, it, it ain't your fault. Mm-hmm. It ain't your fault. Men not like that. Because again, men know men and we understand and we live, we are very, very logical. Mm-hmm. So if some shit happen, bro, what the fuck is you doing? Mm-hmm. Odds is the first question out of our mouth is what, what you, you did. What you did. What you did. That's a fact. I don't want to hear about what she did, what you did. You know what I'm fact. saying? Or what you not doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like 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 real rap, and you know, I think old summed it up beautifully in terms of how to like the foundation of the relationships are different. That's why it's so hard for y'all to envision it because y'all get, y'all be friends for shallow reasons. Men have to go through fire to be friends. Like every every one of my friends, I've I've I've, I've seen with nothing. I've seen them in the trenches. I've seen they back against the wall. I, we didn't been through a lot of shit together, a lot of sacred shit together mm-hmm. that we could never repeat out loud. Niggas is gonna go to their graves with because mm-hmm. we we done been rocking each other since grade school. Bro. So you you know again, it's, it's hard for somebody who changed friends every month. To understand that type of investment, and now since I'm in a relationship, I'm about to just prioritize the relationship over ten plus, fifteen plus years <laughs> of friendship. No, it, it does not work like that. Now, once you get married and you done, you know, y'all done been together for a long time, and it's that in the third, and you done earned that type of loyalty, then you can get that type of loyalty. But if you ain't earned that type of loyalty, no, expecting a man to just uh, prioritize you over bro. his friends, bro, is ridiculous. To Women me. be wanting fifteen years of loyalty from a man while putting in three months of work. <laughs> <laughs> you going out with them? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. come on, bro. That's real, man. They make me come happy. On, you know, I told my I told my coworker at work. I say, bro, I never be true friends with. Nobody up here I won't even give y'all That type of space First off You know what I'm saying I ain't gonna even allow y'all To stay Because I don't trust nobody Exactly I don't trust nobody But my boys We done been through things In order for me to trust you I got, we, we gotta been in Did some things And I gotta know Some secrets about you <laughs> Right That's the only way I'ma truly trust you Because right. now I got dirt on you You got dirt on me Exactly You know what I'm saying Like come on bro And, and that's what be so funny About a lot of these Like um Social media fallouts, YouTube fallouts, and shit like that. It's like, bro, you know, I think I, I was I was doing a part the other day, and you know, one of, one of the listeners came up and asked me. He was like, "Man, how do you kind of stay out of the fray, all of that bullshit?" I'd be like, "Because I don't I don't look at niggas like friends. I look at it like acquaintances. We doing business together. My friends are who you see next to me, or who you've seen next to me for a decade plus. 
that's friendship. Everything else is acquaintance. And I don't I, I don't put too much investment in acquaintance. We're going to kick it. Now, of course, I'm going to be solid because I'm, mm-hmm. just, I'm, I'm just a solid dude. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who I consider real friends, if we ain't been in the trenches together, I ain't seen your back against the wall. I ain't seen how you respond in, in situations that are uncomfortable. We could never be friends. Mm. We can be cool. We can be acquaintances, but we'll never be friends. Yeah, and I think a lot of them people in that years. space, yeah, that took years. But a lot of them people in that space will think, okay, just because we jumped on a podcast together and we text a little bit here and there, oh, we boys, we friends. I've been knowing you 15 years. No, we, we not. My I'm, boy. We not. We acquaintances. And let's keep it that way. Now, again, if you prove through the test of time and we exactly. go through some shit. Exactly. And, you know, then we still able to come out on, on that other side clean with our morals intact and, mm-hmm. and shit like that. Now we are friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before that happened, it's acquaintanceship and, and that's just it. So, you know, again, compartmentalization. Men are able to do that well, but, you know, a Something lot of women, women tend to blend that shit. Nothing about That's real route. Ain't nothing wrong being an acquaintance. Yeah. Like, it's okay for keep, keeping somebody strictly for business. Yeah. Right. Check in on them. You good. I'm good. Right. We here making money, yada, yada, yada. It ain't got to be day-for-day stuff, for, you know what I'm saying? It, acquaintance is just fine. Friends, first off, friends is a loose-ass term that people are using right now, too. I agree. Yeah, loose, like, I can't real loose. Meet you, can't, you, can't meet you two weeks ago and then calling you big bro with my best friend. And, <laughs> <laughs> Bestie, <laughs> my bestie, <laughs> twin. Sis, you just bro. met this old two this, weeks ago. This my sis. That's real. Come on, man. No, your sis real. fucking your man. No. <laughs> oh, that in <laughs> with with, with his real. playlist, allegedly. Nah, but, on, nah man. Man, you got to relax. Come on, man. Because you got to relax. Oh. Come on, man. You got to relax. Bad, it's a, too, much, too much. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. It's a crazy world we live in. <laughs> Damn. That's real. But uh, but yeah, dope, dope question, man. We're going to get to the last one of the day. This is from Amadou, Patreon. You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Say, what's up, Cool Season? I want to thank you guys for the advice y'all gave me regarding me and my cousin. My cousin ended up pulling out of the college function, so I was able to go and have a good time. Damn, it's ironic. He just got a similar question to the one he asked back in the day. Uh I put it out, out of the college function so I was able to go and have a good time and enjoy myself and my colleagues without being on edge. It was a fun time seeing everybody again, including my faculty advisor. I didn't realize, though, when I heard y'all speak how much anger and hatred I may have held toward my cousin. Mm. I always thought it was more so resentment. Truth is, it's difficult for me when I ride for my loved ones and show them that I got them. I, I let them in during my vulnerable times, and in return, I get treated like shit and manipulated like I'm not good enough. Shit like that makes it hard for me to move on, and I'm not quite too forgiving either. I have a tendency to hold on to stuff, and it may be a while before people understand or even know, to be honest, how they made me feel. Uh, however, I do want to be a better person. I don't want to hold on to all this hurt and pain forever, especially since I know it doesn't serve me. But I also understand that it takes time. It's a process, and it doesn't happen overnight. Can you guys share with me how do you go about moving on from people that hurt you in the past or did you wrong in ways that uh, we can't let go, uh, if possible? Sidebar, I'm 26 years old, by the way. So please bear with me. I'm still young and learning about how life works. I still uh, strive to be a better man and successful like everybody else. I just need to get over these humps. So his question is, can you guys share with me how do you go about moving on from people that hurt you in the past or did you wrong in ways that we can let go if it's possible? He don't want my ass. I know he don't. <laughs> I know he don't. He don't want my ass. <laughs> Yo, my ass. I know your ass gonna be off the damn wall. Nah, this shit. I thrive in the hate, bro. I thrive in the hate. 
I thrive in my anger. I'm a type of person I thrive in my anger. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm not a t I'm not I'm not too much of a person that's gonna let, let my anger seep out to where people can see it. You get what I'm saying? Like like for real, for real, that's how I get a lot of shit accomplished. I get it through through my hatred of things and people, you know what I'm saying, wronging me and all these type of things. I, you know what I'm saying? That's my motivation. You know what I'm saying? That's my motivation. My motivation is not the not the end task or what I what I did accomplish is what what made me accomplishment. That's my fuel. So me, I don't let nothing go. I don't No, nah, I don't be doing that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I look at it like we grown. I let shit from kids go and all that type of stuff. But from grown people, that was your decision. You you was you was conscious when you made that decision to do all these things. You know what I'm saying? To do something, especially if it's something that I just that 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 I know I can't forgive you for. Like I'm not that type of person. Oh, we have family meeting and all that. Nah, fuck that. Fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna shit on your whole life. Every time I get a chance to step on you, you better believe the foot is there. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't even sleep because my foot is there. You know what I'm saying? So. I ain't got no good advice for you on that. I, I don't think I will ever. You know, <laughs> I, I could be sixty with grandkids. I don't care. I thrive in the hate, and it's people still know up. that. Yeah, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I ain't got no good advice for you, dog. And you may, hey, you may be a person that that thrive in the hate and don't know it yet. A lot of people don't know that yet. That take a lot of growing to to understand. You get shit done. You know what I'm saying. Through the negativity You get a lot Cause Cause with the success bro Like you just think about it Like people that's good At their crafts And all that type of stuff The moment they get lax Is when they start You know what I'm saying Really feeling the The pressure of success As far as like Ah Man it feel good To be up here You know what I'm saying All the people put the work in When they stressing Or when they thinking about you know what I'm saying? Somebody working harder than them or, you know what I'm saying? The mischief of people and all these type of things. That's thriving in the hate. I thrive in that. You know what I'm saying? That's when I know I'm going to get stuff done. So, you know what I'm saying? You you may, that's why I'm telling you, you may thrive in that too. You just don't know it yet. You want to let it go, but that's what fuel you, baby. That's what keep you strong. That's what keep you ferocious. You know, so I would say look into that. But I'm gonna let the guys go because they they gonna tell you something soft and pretty and shit. Uh, <laughs> how do you repeat that question for me one more time? Uh, hold on, let me pull it right back. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. Like how, do you, was, how do you move on with somebody that's hurt you? Yeah, yeah, how do you move on with somebody that's hurt you in the past or did you wrong in ways that you can't let it go if it's possible? You can't. I don't know, man. I just my tolerance. I just. It's just nonchalant in a sense for me because I don't I don't try to let things bother me because the more you let it bother me, the more you let it bother you, that's when it'll be small things that they do get on your nerves. So now to me, you got some type of control over me, some type of hold over me. So I try to let it go altogether. So at first, yeah, it's going to be tough because it's like, damn, like I love this person, I cared about this person or whatever. <clears throat> and now the relationship is never going to be the same. So for me... I just accept it, and you just got to let it go. I mean, time is going to heal, but at the same time, it's just while you're in that moment, it's going to affect you, yeah. But for me, I just can't let that shit hold on to me because how I am. Like, I can I can snap one moment because of 
if you really did me dirty and now I'm keeping you around, I can't have that. So it's either you around me or you're not. And that's why I like the, I've created the environment that I'm in because it's like if you in my circle or if I'm around you, for the most part, like it's love. My my attitude is never gonna change. I'm always coming with the same energy, mm-hmm. positive, upbeat. Let's do something together, collab, love, whatever. But it's never gonna be a time where I'm coming and I'm and my energy is gonna be down. But if we have that rift between each other, it's gonna be like that. You're gonna feel the tension. So I just rather not have that, you know, around in general. So I just got you got to accept it and move on, or hold on to that shit, and then you always gonna be thinking about it. That's what I got. Yeah, I'm gonna say, um, I don't know, man. I just, I just remove myself from the situation. I don't, I don't feel like disrespect happens by accident, uh, especially from somebody that loves you and somebody that's very close to you. You're supposed to know who you are. I don't, I don't feel like disrespect happens by accident. So what that is is, is now I got to make adjustments. And that's one thing about me. I don't, I don't hold grudges. I just make adjustments. So you know, if you done did some some wild shit, and now your your resume is tarnished in my eyes forever, that's that's just what it is. Our relationship can never be the same again. You know, don't mean that when I see you, I want to put hands on you or nothing like that. But it's just, you know, hey, you 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 showed your hand, and it goes against what I stand for morally. So now you got to stand over there and just admire and just you know love somebody from a distance. And that's and that's one thing about life is that you learn, man. Is that just because you love somebody don't mean you got to deal with them every day. Some people you just got to love from a distance, you know what I'm saying? And and you may, you know, regardless of what y'all relationship was, y'all could have went from being around each other day for day. But, you know, certain circumstances happen that go against what you stand for morally. And everybody has a code or everybody needs to have a code. And, you know, some kind of situations. And when somebody violated, there's consequences for that. Just like people that go out here and commit crimes. It don't matter what the intent was. It matter what happens. So if you commit the crime, you get caught, you're going to jail. I don't, I don't, I don't care why you did it. I don't care. You didn't mean to do it. You did it. It is what it is. And again, me feeling like disrespect don't come by accident. I mean, thought went into it. I mean, planning went into it. You know that you, you, you thought about how I would respond multiple times before you made the decision. You decided to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, with with action comes consequences, and you got to just be willing to accept that. But you. How, how how you move, you know, don't 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 feel bad for reestablishing different boundaries because that's essentially all, all you're doing. We we was family before and, and we family now, but we just family from across the street. We all got family that we don't talk to that much. So, you know, this is just going to be another, uh, you know, another situation of that. Now, maybe somewhere down the line, y'all can come back around and maybe reestablish a, a, a new relationship, but y'all will never be what it was uh. in terms of that, that bond that y'all had or that, you know, family uh, structure that y'all had and you got to be okay with that because fact is one thing about life is the only thing that's constant in it is change that's just what it is yep. so you know the, the faster you grasp that concept the easier life will be but if you sit go about life every day trying to trying to relive what was or trying to you know bring back what was and kind of you know read redo it over again you're gonna have a hard life so you know at the end of the day um Again, I, I don't I don't believe in holding grudges. I just believe in making adjustments. And that sounds like that's what you need to do in this situation. And, you know, again, that's still family. It's just family from a distance now. Um, but on that note, man, we're going to get up out of here. family, though. That's just somebody you kin to. <laughs> Valid. Valid. That's somebody you kin to that's by true. blood. Families, family people don't that make really you love blood. you. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I would say. 
Yeah. On that note, man, we up out of here. Y'all boys, shout out to our social medias, things of that nature. Let's move you up. This I was gonna let you go this time. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Hey, gonna throw it off. SMUV <laughs> underscore underscore. Yeah, I'm Hey, right now, right now is the time to buy things in this stock market oh, yeah. and in this crypto market. Yeah. Right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a reset. Hey, uh, a wise man once said, you never make money when you sell anything. You make it when you buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about that, that is a fact. Yeah. I heard, I heard something similar. A wise man once said, when it's blood on the street, buy real estate. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's real. You're right now, it is time to buy things. If you got some paper, it can be a little bit of something. Mm-hmm. Do you research on a few things? Buy and hold it. Have some damn patience. Yep. That's how investing work. You know what I'm saying? Have some damn patience. So yeah, that's what I would tell y'all, man. That's the gem I got for y'all this week, man. Getting these markets, research something because everything down. Everything mm-hmm. is down. That's a fact. These portfolios hurting right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? This ain't by coincidence, <laughs> right? This ain't by coincidence. The shit ain't just up and happened. Right. So you got to understand this blood in the streets. These big motherfuckers is buying a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go look at what's what's buying right now, what's being bought up and all that. Try to get your hands on something. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see y'all telling me it's Dogecoin and Shiba Inu. <laughs> I will not respond to you. Do not talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's my only warning to y'all. Do you handle your business? Just to add what Smooth said, um, I would also say follow Earn Your Leisure. That's what I would recommend. The Master Investor on Instagram. Um, also Wall Street Trapper. Those are people that look just like us who relay the message in a term that we can explain, especially Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper come from the streets. He went to jail, came out, started investing in the stock market, and he up. Right now, yeah, he won. So it's people like that that look like us that we should, you know, what I'm saying, follow and and really pay attention to what they're doing because they really blessing the game. Earn your leisure and been all overseas, went to Dubai, in New York, like packing out the goddamn uh, Brooklyn Arena. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like people like that, they really making moves. They really trying to help us out, especially in the financial aspect. They're giving out free game, and if you want to pay for a little bit more, they got different. Little groups y'all can join and stuff like that, discords, all that stuff. So, really take your time and and like Smooth said, like look at some of those stocks, pay attention to the game that they're giving, take notes. Like I got a bam big ass chart in my house just just from notes, big ass whiteboard just writing down notes. So do stuff like that because so you can be up in the long run. But uh, so we're underscore fitness all platforms. Also shout out S Five Podcast. Uh, as far as cruise season, man, I, I really want y'all to show us some love, man. And, you know, big us up. Like, people, some a lot of people need to hear about us. A lot of people need to hear this message. So, help spread the message. Continue spreading the word. On Tuesdays when the part drop, if y'all can live tweet, that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? Hashtag cruise season Tuesdays. Live tweet the episode. Like, I think that'd be dope. On Instagram, Spread the message too. and shit. Yeah. Like, really, you know what I'm saying? Really, let's, let's get this shit out there. Get the message, man, because... We got some shit to say, and it's important for our community. Well said. How you follow that? Um, <laughs> Detroit AC, man, all platforms. I know where to find me at. Um, crew season everywhere. Again, we appreciate y'all like, commenting, subscribing. Shout out to our Patreon. Of course. 
always, first and foremost. Um, but yeah, man, we got some things coming up, man. Battle of the Sexes, we're gonna we, we, we gonna be recording that very, very, very soon. Um, and you know, other collabs coming down the pipeline as well. So I mean, I, I just again just want to appreciate y'all for you know rocking with us, man. And and you know, it's just more to come from this thing, man. Crew season is is really just getting started. Been around for a while, but you know, we really turning turning the corner. I'm I'm uh, noticing changes. I'm noticing you know uh, uh, incremental improvements. I'll just say that in every aspect in terms of social currency. So we appreciate y'all. Um, on that note, we're going to get up out of here with that new Tory Lanez record. Uh, it's called Shot Clock Violation. Uh, we gone. Uh, where did all my exes go? Text the X and O's. Guess the car drop as far as our connection goes. With top floors, spitting blessed flows. Extra on the cash, need mine for us. Extra goes off charts. I'm running my way up. Niggas ain't fucking my player. Shot clock violation, and I'm still chucking my jail. They playing hard, I'm star player. So playing with y'all, feel like I'm running the layer. I'm on top of the globe. And everything I touch, fire hand top of the stove. I go through emotions, but some I'm just not finna show. Haven't I proved to you I'm always hot when it's cold? Haven't I proved, nigga, that I always got what it takes? Ain't no stopping the brakes. They try blocking my chase, I'm still jogging in place. Wonder why I'm the golden child, it's not a mistake. We press niggas and speaking cold like locking the safe. Trying to go up on me is like hopping in place. I know I'm in it. But she just got this sort of anger against Kill me, drive by and throw shots at my grave, it's crazy But all gravy, cause I'm getting cash money now Way before I love me now, the show's over a hundred thousand That's why I see you niggas now, don't wanna powwow The mic made me like Mike and I ain't low bow wow Life is all a gamble and you gotta put some thousands down Win a couple games now and you the man around town Now you fucking pretty brown rounds from the Liddy town And hoping that it lasts forever, they don't ever forget you now uh, I ain't really been to the city so long So long, I don't even know what's going on Old school and the good girls moved on Old friends jealous and I'm feeling so strong uh, uh, Coming up so, but the money's so low Old friends didn't get to last too long Old hoes gone, but I gotta move on Talk on is I've been touching money, don't get down with none of you funny niggas Talk on is Got no love for nobody that don't love me, no It's all gonna roll So it's gonna be something about me whenever it's all gonna roll Oh, it's all gonna roll Shots coming from the other side. Shooters like a bitch from that meme. Double homicide. Now remember nights nice in that kitchen, mixing that jambalaya. Hundred thousand money, kinda watching all the numbers fly. Why would a nigga lie? High the civic flow, I had to turn it to my just to drive. I remember days, microwaving stovers, fucking different hoes in my sister ride. Hating me is hating God, planning all of his design. Book busy and big plotting. All my niggas been in the field like picking cotton. Pop my shit, made all this money. Imagine me switching options. It, I'm as cold as dipping dye and my flow's just hitting pockets Voice just sound angelic Pull up on bitches like Michael Jack and push out the pelvic She gon' dive in it face first without no helmet And dance. she don't wanna look no type of way But can't help it, I'm truly the man Look what I do with a plan Diamonds setting whiter than the brightest A clue in the clan I told her sit in the sun, you look brand new with a tan Yo old nigga was broke, you look brand new with some bands It's 2022 now and judging on the deal I struck in 2021 I probably won't need a new advance They try to hold me back but I've been out just skipping steps Like a ruined dance Watching all the flaws of you niggas flying the crew to France uh, uh, I ain't really been to the city so long So long I don't even know what's going on Who's calling the good girls
Tell me whenever it's all gonna roll Oh, it's all gonna roll 